Scouts BSA and now features all girl troops. So mm-hmm. there are there are all girl troops in the Boy Scouts. Well, what's the point of that? I don't get I I really don't get that now. So what there's Drink to me only. That's all I ask. Ask. And I will. Presentation is controversial and may be offensive to some audiences. Discretion is advised. I got the sound effect Do right it. here, right here, right here, right here. What were the other air horns we were talking about the other day? Like the first air horns? Which air horns? Ahuga. Which oh, one is it was, no, it The was Model the, T horn? Like No, it was on Star Wars, the Ewok horn. It's like... Oh, the, the Ewok horn. That was God, the original air horn. It's like killing my ears right yeah. now. <laughs> peace and love, peace and blessings, all that stuff, man. Unlearn the world. Lil MC. What's up, everybody? This is the Ratchet and Woke Podcast, FC Free Radio. Tapping and tune with us, tune in with us every Monday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., giving you the raw dog on all things Ratchet and Woke. Raw dog in it. Raw, raw dog, dog in, in it. it. No Vaseline, no birth control, <laughs> shooting up the club for your listening pleasure. <laughs> what an intro. Yeah. Yeah, how we feeling? How we feeling in here? We good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. My computer just took a shit, everyone. That so part. I'm a little like deep down. I'm mourning it, but I'm gonna suppress it and let that manifest itself in other ways. But right now, I'm here. Yeah, I'm not gonna mourn it right now. And we sound good. We feel. I'm, I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah, I feel good too. Yeah. I'm so coffee, you know, though. we got the recap. We got a special guest in the building. We got my man DJ Zobi. You know what I mean? All tribe Zulus, hey. all around dope badass. DJ, one of the very few people I'm deathly afraid of. Deathly afraid of. Deathly afraid of. So if the she who may not be named right now, who is like coming at Zobi, should be afraid. Totally. <laughs> so I would, yo, I would pay yo, money I'm to see that fight. I'm getting her on the fucking phone. I would, I would pay I'm, money I'm to see that right fight. Now. I'm texting her now. We're and I don't know who I would put money on, but I'm, I would put money on to see who, who would come out of that. Cause they'd fight to the death. It'd be it'd be a bloodbath. Yo, no, Zobi, you would be a you bath. would fucking kill her. So yeah. it's all good. <laughs> now I'm about to shoot her a text. Right. I'm not even joking. All right. So who like, are we talking about? For in case people don't know who we talking Lillian. about, Lillian. Lillian. So if you've been tapping in and tuning in with us for the last two episodes, you are cursory familiar with. Yeah, she's she's Lillian. the co-inventor of <laughs> co-producer of 
poppin co- poppy cocks. Yeah. My pop up cock book of dick pics <laughs> that Unlearn actually discovered the name to. So yeah, I'm a marketing. He's king. acting all sheepish over here, like he. Nah, it's not sheepish. I'm it. just I'm a marketing king. I'm trying I'm trying to get in on the ground floor. Yeah. On some mean, money shit. It you know is. I mean? That's gonna be a money maker. It, it real. It, it will be. You know what I'm book? saying? <laughs> so um yeah I I I want to get into a recap because we yeah, there were we, things going on this it. weekend. Yep, yep, and yep, we want to yep, kind of yep. reflect on all of that shit. So okay. we started a weekend to rest without regrets up there in Arcata. Yeah, for those that of you who don't know lit. where Arcata is, it's like Humboldt County. Yeah. Um, yeah. For those who don't know who Tourette's Without Regrets is, that is a underground burlesque show that takes place at the Oakland Metro Opera House. I was going to say it's a burlesque First show. Thursday. That's what they call it. They call it underground burlesque. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's an underground freaky circus. Like freak Burlesque. Circus. <laughs> right? Yeah, but... Not tits are showing. There's some tits, but I feel like the main part of of Tourette's is to like freak people out in many ways. Well, it's by not all just like what people associate with burlesque. We're just gonna have to go to okay. the to the how they describe it. I've seen it described in paper or in print as an underground burlesque show. Yes, so that, that's that's part of it. it. I'm just saying that for those like that's how they describe it. <laughs> So, for those who don't know, it's an underground burlesque show. There's all types of freaky deaky going on. Circus acts, aerial arrangements, strip teases, people doing Kegel exercises with weights in front of the audience. But further to that, they also provide a really dope platform for underground MCs. They have rap battles. They have Poetry rappers. Poetry slams, haiku yeah, perform battles. Dirty haiku battles, compliment battles. We know a lot of the people who compete in those battles. Lil MC of which is one of the battle rap champions. Yeah, but I fucking sucked at this battle you know, rap. Well, I'm never take, doing it again. Get your flowers and talk your shit real quick. No, I fucking, I didn't even know it was battle rapping and it wasn't prepared. And then Jamie's like, you are battle rapping. And I was like, fuck. No, we're just talking about your history with Tourette's. Well, I'm going to shit on myself for a second. Okay. Because yeah. that's just how I do. So I really fucking sucked at this battle. But in the past, I have won Tourette's. Um, it, I've mostly won in like, What's the, I, I won in the slam, but other than I, I haven't really done battles there in a while. I usually just perform songs. Right. But so hella long ago, like five years ago, I was battling like, you know, I would say regularly, like every other month. But now you are part of the Tourette's, I would imagine, per, Tourette's family, extended yeah. family, so to speak. They so. call on me when we have to do Tourette's showcases. And Jamie did do my video, too. So we've worked in cross close proximity to one another on several things hopefully on our upcoming music video yeah but i yeah. didn't get a chance to, to snag him and talk to him about that no worries um yeah but so they took us up to arcada well they took you up to arcada i was just along for the ride no but then um, i i persuaded you, you to come to i finessed it and then you, you got you got money too we actually like yeah it was, we actually did pretty good in arcade right <laughs> Shit, shit's high, yo. but fucking everyone was really really you know yeah yeah give, give your deep dive or your observation right like, well i thought the the takeaway for me was when i mean people were fucking hella weird they're on like hella drugs because not a whole lot happens up there so when shit goes down people come out like you said from the hills and the weed plantations and whatever yeah. and they're ready to get fucked up so people were straight up like people that Jamie was pulling onto the stage to be judges and whatnot were admittedly on LSD and other drugs. <laughs> One of them being LSD. Yeah. So for those who don't know, like 
Humboldt County is like where they trim weed, they grow weed. Who does it's kind that? of a weird hippie town environment place. It's about five hours. I didn't know this. I didn't know it's like five, six hours away from where we're at now, just yeah. north. It's so far. the distance it takes for us to travel from here, L.A., is we did that trip up north. So it's really far away. But it's a beautiful you know, drive, much better drive than the Much drive better LA. drive than getting on the I-5 and smelling fucking cow Death manure for like several <laughs> fucking miles. By that cow shit is butchers. the worst. I always promise to be like vegetarian after that we, drive. We and call then, it the land of poop and death. And we prepare ourselves by spraying perfume on headscarves and wrapping it around our face whenever we drive past that. Okay, well. That's just a, that you want to know quickly. the secret methods. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall it was cool. She was all right. Like, you know, no, it was, I, I really it was cool. It was fun. I not be mad at anything. Yeah. It's, I, you know, people showed love, which was strange because I literally, by virtue of me being there, I increased the black population by 35%. You did. Just little old me. You know what I'm saying? But there were surprisingly more black people up there than I thought there were. There were like three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One dude who you battled with a Golden Girls shirt. Yeah. Which was weird. It was all weird. Um, you know, and I'm, my thinking is that now here's, here's a theory behind why black people are in Arcata. Either to get away from something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean to get or, away from? Like you owe people money and you gotta lay low. Like you're oh, gonna go to fucking Arcata. I like, like that. You know what I mean? like that. I like Shit that. Is like the witness relocation program. Oh, <laughs> you, know? you shouldn't be wearing a Golden Girls jacket in a light up. Yeah, yeah. You should. He's sticking low. out like a sore thumb. He's like, but, I can't take it being low out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, shout out to everybody showing love out there in Arcata. It was oh, dope. Yeah. It was the a good experience. Venue owner was dope too because they really liked my performance and they want to like book me for future acts, which would be really cool because I think Arcata is a cool spot because just for the, there's no other, there's not, I would assume there's not a lot of competing acts going on. So if there's one big event going on, the whole town is going to come and support exactly. and get it's fucked up those, and buy shit. And it's so one of those it, rural it markets that people yeah. love. It's like, like Half Moon Bay. I'm just going to be like one of those touring, <laughs> buy shit. Tiny it's one of those it rural markets. <laughs> what? We're echoing. Um, um, are we really? We were. Oh, we're not anymore. Did you fix that? Yes, I did. All right. Wow. So... What else did we have? We had ROTC, the Return of the Cypher, every Sunday night at the Boom Boom Room. It was our yearly annual MVP of the year contest. Um, it was dope. It was dope. We had Mace the Tableist judging along with Lil Flower Nasty, a.k.a. Sarah Arnold, the photographer. Shout out to Sarah Arnold as well Yee. as um, our homeboy Monolith was in the building. Oh, Monolito. Yeah, Monolith was in the building, of course. And Got they were judging. And it was really, it was it was a weird observation for me because a lot of the, everybody who was competing, obviously, is a home homie of mine. Well, or, it's the MVP, did you say? Right. So it's all the yeah, people that have the won MVP. So, so every month in at ROTC, we have a monthly MVP contest on who rocks the crowd the best. It's not about MCs battling each other and dissing each other. It's about like who literally is rocking the crowd the best. And it's based on a point system awarded by judges, all of that shit. We have it once a month. And at the end of the year, we gather all the winners from the MVP contest. And then we have them compete against each other. Who won? Who won? You know won, what I'm saying? Won. So this year, the winner was Dennis D all the way from Napa. Shout out to Dennis D. Who's that? Um, he comes from Napa every year. I mean, he's been coming for like maybe the last three years. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And he, he came through and he pulled it out against Senor Pelegroso in the last round. Oh. Um, and who, it was dope. He just racked it. Can you tell me who So, was? yeah, the, the, the people competing, it was some of the usual suspects. Raw Jaw, Jane the Message, What's Real, 
uh, who else? There was a lot of other people who were supposed to be there, but just couldn't make it for whatever reason. Okay. Shout out to Giro. Shout out to Travaille. Like These are some of the people who frequently come to ROTC, have won the MVP contest, but for whatever it. reason or other, could not make it. Einstein, the mastermind, was also in the competition. So um, if you have one, in, if, if, so if there's spaces because some people couldn't come, did you insert other contestants? No, you can't insert. insert okay, I was just can. wondering. Just whoever's, you, your only qualification is that you would have, have had to have won. One a previous MVP this so year. So there was like eight people competing exactly. in this one? That's a pretty decent you know, amount, I mean, though. it's still the same amount that we do normally. normally. It's yeah. just, you know. Um, and we usually write that off. That, Did that the judges the judge fairly? I think the judges judge fairly. My observation as somebody who was... before. <laughs> <laughs> my observation as somebody who was hosting and as somebody who's won the contest before is that the people who should have won or who could have won, the front runners, I would say, burnt themselves out by practicing way too much. Mm. Like you you had some people who were in the competition who were literally doing the cipher for an hour. They were mm. on stage five yeah, or six times totally. before they went to compete. And I've been in that situation myself. When I first started doing the MVP contest, I kept on losing mainly because I was getting on stage and rapping seven times before the competition itself. So as dope as, free, as freestyler as I am or as anybody could be, you run out of steam at a certain point. So if you run out of steam by midnight, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you've been rapping for the entire night, that's, so, that's what I ended up seeing. I saw a lot of people who are always dope, who always show up, who are professionals in their own right, just kind of run out of steam. And, you know, it's a points-based system. So the other others just didn't, they didn't rap as much. I and they definitely had stuff felt to that do. before they had too. Stage presence and all of those things. So it it it, it worked out, you know, interesting. Uh, Slice was there. Shout out to Jay Slice, who kind of reminded me of how the 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 tournament should function. And it's like he's very OCD with the way things are structured. So he had to like very he had to press the idea of how it should be structured in order to make it the most equitable and the most fair, which I agreed with. Um, and we did it that way. And, you know, I think it was, I think the right person won, you know what I'm saying? And for all those who were favored to win or those who were expected to win, it was mainly because y'all burnt out. Y'all yeah. was rapping, y'all was rapping to try to practice and get your chops up and you kind of just ran out of steam. But so. on the other hand, I, I agree with you. I've, I've once tried to go to ROTC after I performed an entire show. So I had all of that adrenaline and anxiety and anticipation of like performing and then finally performed. And I was super relaxed. Then I went to go to ROTC to try and do the MVP and I like totally just sucked because I just had nothing left stored up in me. But on the flip side, I feel like when you go into an MVP or a freestyle or a battle and you don't practice at all, you don't freestyle at all for that entire day to even just warm up a little bit. I think that can work against you also. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, like it's stretching it's, before the yeah. Big freestyling fight. is no different than being an athlete. You're using your brain. So you, you need to kind of warm up. But I'm talking about like in terms of like your you have to warm up your palate, your voice. Your you have to warm up your. I mean, yeah, I mean like your brain even. You totally, know, all of it. I think even performing like even though I have all of my songs memorized because I've heard them a thousand times, the act of actually moving your mouth and breathing, uh, in is something that you need to do even if in your brain you know the words but being able to actually project those words make those words come out i don't know it's weird have you ever felt that way like you have a song really memorized in your head and you don't practice it and then you go and perform it and you just kind of like miss a few words and kind of fuck up it for me it's muscle memory at this point certain for, songs for songs that yeah. you have muscle memory for but, but even yeah but i would say because it's muscle memory your muscles and your brain is committed to 
the song itself. So I can't say the same verses on a different beat. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you may just want to kick a, a, a verse on a cool beat that sounds similar to the beat you wrote the verse to. But because it's not the song, it's not the beat, you don't catch the cues in your brain. So you, can mess, you kind of can mess up. You know what I'm saying? That's that, at least from my experience. You know, other times it's just kind of muscle memory and you just get to it. I only get nervous when I'm doing brand new songs that nobody's heard before. But I make it a point to rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Like that's, you know, but even when you rehearse a lot, you could still like fuck up and I didn't rehearse mess at things all, up. And like, you, know, <laughs> you have to factor in variables. You know what I'm saying? Some weird fucking douchebag throwing beer across the room while you're performing. I mean, I've done shows where people have tried to get up on stage and grab my shirt while I'm trying to rap. And that's just. There's definitely a lot of strange <laughs> What I've been trying to do is trying to be able to know my song so well that I can look into people's eyes because looking into people's eyes for me really distracts me. So if I'm able to catch people's, you know, eye contact and also keep the flow of the music going well, I feel like that like is an extra impact that's going to be left with people that are watching. Because I used to rap with my eyes closed. Mm. And that was like the first thing someone, I don't remember who you it was. You gotta keep your eyes open. People yeah. always used to tell me, but when I freestyle, I always close my eyes because I don't give a fuck what people say. Like if I want to rap dope and I'm going to freestyle, I need to close my eyes because I can't look at you on your distracting. I need to go into my brain yeah. and pull out all my dope thoughts, not look at your stupid facial expressions. <laughs> well, sometimes that makes up. for good material if they are funny looking. <laughs> not for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want um, to see. But what else happened this weekend? We ended the haunting of Hill House. That happened this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. Made the headlines. Um, yeah, at least the headlines in my life. Fuck. I mean, no, nah, it was a cool show. For those who don't know, it's the Netflix show. It was uh, it's so scary. Based on a book. I think it's loosely based on the book. Barely based on a book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it was really dope. It was really scary. Um, really cool little plot twist here and there. I loved it. What was your, what was your overall takeaway from the entire series? I, I really like movies where it... It, it reminded me of that Matthew McConaughey movie in some parts where like parts of your past are going to continue haunting you, but you don't realize it's parts of your past coming to get you. What's that Matthew McConaughey? Interstellar? Yes. You know, where he's like yeah. in the walls, and but when it's happening in real time, you're just hearing the noises, and then it goes forward in time, and you realize it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, so yeah, that's that was kinda, trippy. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of like what this movie was, but rather than it being taking place like in outer space and shit it was like ghosts and being haunted and possessed and whatnot so i i liked that it was and it was like a mystery also like you were trying to figure out what happened and it went back in time and the whole time you're trying to figure out what happened with the mother's death and everything i i thought it was much deeper than just like a scary thriller yeah i mean i liked how they try to weave like mental health into it and trauma yeah i like that, of that. like so for the premise basically not to spoil anything is that it was this very elaborate haunted house it was a humongous mansion that was trying to be renovated by this family and in 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 the process the mother goes crazy but that's further exacerbated by the fact that the house is haunted and that the only people who can really see the ghosts that are haunting the house or like maybe a handful of the children or most of the children can see that um the father can see it most of them were haunted in one way or another or exposed to ghosts in one way or another during their time in the house the mother goes crazy yeah and some are like up. in denial and some are not yeah, and, and then, then they, they s- grow up all of them have fucked up problems one's a drug addict the other one's like you know they work in a mortuary they're one's all a mor- yeah up, it's yeah. just you know it, but it, it, i like how they weave the whole mental health 
thing into it generational trauma intergenerational trauma interfamily trauma shit like yes. that um you got to like uh, it was like really great character development so you got mm-hmm. to understand the characters from different perspectives from the larger picture of it just watching it made me think about like what netflix is doing and a lot of other streaming services are doing with programming right where instead of just putting out a video or a movie right they're putting out a mini series right because then it gets you to watch more you see what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's one thing to just, just put out a scary movie. Everybody will watch it and then they'll move on to the next shit. It's another thing to put out a scary movie that's in seven different parts, right? So even though they may not do a season two of this show ever, they did it in several different parts. I think so they that are doing a season two. Come back. Didn't it say that? Really? Or am I tripping? You might be tripping. I saw something say season two and I was yeah. like, what? I mean, there's a lot of unnecessary sequels out there, but you know, it's... <laughs> Star Wars. It's crazy. Um, well, Star Wars. Yeah, you were... I mean, you were rallying against Star Wars this whole weekend. You you hate so Star Wars was on TV and you hate like every single Star Wars that's not part of the original canon. That's not so true. To speak. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Or that's you not like true. Rogue One. Okay. But I just on. okay because I've said this like seven times when we were talking. I fear that these new Star Wars are going to ruin the integrity of the series of the trilogies because all they're trying to do is go for some like Hollywood mega movie. They totally like dispose of the great dialogue that was comedic. That's totally necessary because otherwise you're just sitting there listening to really intense conversations about the force and right. <laughs> it lacks the original side. authentic vision and yeah, direction. And, and mostly because freaking Ray somehow magically has the ability to use a freaking lightsaber like she's goddamn Bruce Lee up there after like barely touching one in her whole existence and it took Luke like three episodes to be able to use one without getting his hand cut off so it's fucking bullshit yeah I just you like you don't know, like how she fast tracked the Jedi trainer yeah that, oh just like she beats her. Kylo Ren and like fucking Luke can't be anyone after like until the sixth episode oh, sometimes the training gets easier it's nah it's, they just you know? wanted to give it's just and I've read the book and I've read a lot of fandom online to kind of fast track through some of the books yeah. And it does, it's not in alignment with what George Lucas and the authors had. I mean, I, George Lucas didn't write the books, but he approved and kind of gave the guidelines for the Star Wars stories and get, like the history and like what children were going to be doing and which ones were going to become Jedis and all that kind of shit. And I don't think that these new movies are in alignment with what he had previously so you, approved for so the, what you truly take exception to is the, is, is the money play behind yeah. the entire series and saga that is Star Wars yeah. like the franchising and the, I think a the lot Disney-fication of it vacation of yeah it, really? they, like, they really do and, they, and I think it's also they know what people want to pay for which is like big battles and you know they just pe- people are attracted to seeing like excitement and battles and fucking bullshit like it's not really like an intricate storyline that i really enjoyed and it's not about the fundamentals of star wars which is like the power of the force and the balance like the 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 philosophical and and uh what's the word i was gonna use um almost theological really Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying concepts behind star wars which is appropriate but at the end of the day it's a it's a 
fucking movie. Like, no, it's not. It's so much more. It's a no, lifestyle. It's so much, there's so many deep things on so many different levels with regard to the original Star Wars and the mythology of it. I was telling you the other day, I was like, like in a thousand years, because of how popular Star Wars is now in present day and considering the way that digital technology is able to preserve shit more so than ever, any other time in human history, it's very likely that, that, that Star Wars could be a religion in the way that we see Christianity or Islam it as a religion. probably still is to like some people. The mythology people. of it is very in tune. I mean, he, George Lucas obviously took from, you know, like Samurai Code. and He took from... Eastern philosophies mm-hmm. and all of that. He mixed it all it up. And then he was able to very brilliantly craft an entire universe and a mythology along these lines. And the, right? all the... I remember I was saying that like Darth Vader and pretty much the dark side is totally paralleled with Nazis and shit. Yeah, like, that parallel was... I never really realized that. And then you said it and I was like, oh yeah, they're, like they're the, totally Nazis. The way they're... Not, not the stormtroopers, but the way that the commanders are dressed and yeah. just how they're trying to... Yeah, like the music. The, yeah, it's oh like, the music too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's totally. totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of things that we read and we that, that become popular are paralleled with Nazi Germany. But I mean, yeah, it's just it's the commodification of of something that has depth is I guess your issue more so than anything else. Yeah, right? I think like, it's, it's like just, soup. It's surface. Le- well, okay. Like when I tried to write this comic book, I tried to make it so that it would you would have to uncover a lot of different layers. Like every character, everything there has a purpose. Everything that you're saying is symbolic. Like I feel like that the the way you can create layers and depth in a series is what makes me want to keep watching and appreciate the artistic vision. But when you're just fucking putting some shit out there because you know uh, people want to see like this battle, they want to see a romance, they want to see the death, and they want to see the good guy win, like all that fucking bullshit, then it, to me I'm just like, well that sucks because Star Wars was way more than that to me. Than just and they're some leaning basic on the popularity Hollywood. of the franchise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's really what it comes down to. Like they just reported that they're going to come out with a Matrix sequel. They're going to come out with the Matrix 4. That's probably going to be shit. That's going to be horrible. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. I'm, I'm going to still watch it. Let's just not get it fucked up. I'm going to still watch it. Is it still going to be Keanu? To it. Yeah. I think they oh, said that Keanu signed on for it. But it's no different than what else, what, what everything else that Hollywood is doing, right? They're, they're, no, they're revamping they're fucking, uh, not Boomerang, Coming to America. Right, they're like they're doing all these sequels for classic movies that came out 25, 30 years ago, or even longer than that, because there's really no sort of originality anymore. Originality in Hollywood is a risk. Like they have to take a calculated risk. So everything is now no yeah. different than the music industry. Everything's algorithmic. Everything is leaning on old franchises that are that are brands that people can count on. You know what I'm saying? Disney is it now gaining so boring, massive though. market share for everything. Like Disney owns Marvel. They own Pixar. They own National Geographic. National Geographic. They own Star fucking Wars. Star Wars. So like they're gonna just take free reign to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of parallels to the other thing we we saw that. Bikram documentary <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking shit show oh, you were real but mad I was really upset about it because there was a lot of there was I was upset about it for a lot of different reasons so if you if you watch Netflix or any streaming service there's a documentary called Bikram it's about the the, the founder of Bikram yoga the hot yoga classes that swept the nation over like 30 <laughs> years ago or whatever the case is right like my main issue with the entire documentary was not only the commodification of spirituality, which I have a massive issue with, right? Just how thousands upon thousands of years of spiritual evolution and consciousness gets reduced to a goddamn exercise for white women. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's the, the primary demographic that was appealing to this, right? That tied with the leisure of white privilege and the and and and, and having access to this this practice, right? Which is which is a spiritual practice. Let's like not get it mistaken. This is a spiritual practice that then gets deduced into this exercise that helps soccer moms just feel better about being depressed. That is true, you but know? also recognizing like I agree with all of that, but I also think that to condemn a form of exercise, I because you know we've talked about this. Yeah. I know the root of yoga has nothing to do with any of the movement, no downward dogs, no child's pose, doesn't have a shit to do with any of that. It's a it's a mindful like meditate. It's a practice mostly, but I know it evolved into becoming this physical exercise. But even then, all of these poses have many therapeutic benefits, and doing it even if it's not based in the like philosophical origins of yoga it's still beneficial for no, people and, I, I, and I, I know that the majority of people that use it are white <laughs> women and shit like that but if anything they were the ones being exploited by Bikram who was an Indian man yeah that and that he was like also let's not even meant I mean let's and he talk was about a rapey, fact that he was raping man. yeah he was raping these women like there was that creepy and then he fled the country like he's a fucking douchebag like I completely I agree with everything you said I guess my, my issue more so is the way that it was marketed right yeah, it was marketed it was to McDonald's. Right, it was marketed to privileged in LA County Hollywood elitist more so than it was anybody else, right? Cuz even if it's just even if you just break it down to the physical attributes of the practice and how beneficial they are health-wise, right? Why isn't there fucking yoga studios in the hood? Right? Well, they are now, but they're yeah. gentrified. Right? I mean, you know there's, like that's the I mean, you could say that about a lot of things. Like we all totally. know the why in the hood, there's like Burger Kings and like gun stores and liquor stores. Like we know that. But I also do recognize that there's a lot of like community classes available in all urban areas for yoga at all over, all over the freaking world. Yeah. I've been, I've done yoga all over the fucking world and there's like free ones so that they're really crowded and full with kind of like homeless looking people, but they're there. Yeah. You could do this shit online too if you're like a online fucking student, yoga. you know. Yeah. It's no, fucking... I mean it's 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 dope. I I I I respect yoga for the physical benefit that you get just as much as the mindfulness benefits that you can get. I just I, I was just disgusted by the entire like. Yeah, watching. He was that. like a cult leader. Yeah, for you know sure. what I'm saying. He was a cult leader. And cult leaders like literally they they just create this like quasi pseudo spiritual understanding just to fuck women and it's disgusting for they me. Like it really, do. if you look at every cult leader. Right of the last maybe fifty years, right? Like, look at the, they some were all. Them, some of them didn't fuck them though. There was a few, like handful of cult leaders that all weren't right. fucking them. Okay, <laughs> they were mind fucking them. <laughs> They're mind fucking. They're totally mind fucking them. Should we? You know should we trans, transition? Let's into transition some, into some music. Some music? I want to play some music. Let's, yeah, Zobi, send me a signal. See if you if we get anything from you. Are we getting anything from you, Zobi? No. no. No, we're gonna have to figure that out. We got DJ Zobi One Kenobi in the building. We're gonna talk to him oh, a little about that name? his DJ experiences. Zobi One Kenobi. Yeah, that's what Zobi One is short for. Is Did you not know? Really? On oh the heels of what's having a Star Wars talk. Look at that. So oh, no, I'm gonna go. Oh, his origin I'm gonna go. Hold on. Did you? Did something come out? No. All right. No, I'm gonna. I'm just. Yeah, I, I see it. Look, watch. Do it again. No, that's us talking. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go. I'm going to find a song to play, and then we'll get back, back once we figure out his. Uh... But, yeah, this is FCC Free Radio. Tap in and tune in with us every Monday, 8 p.m. Um, 
And Except for maybe next Monday. Maybe next Monday. We we'll might talk be about replaying. that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, follow us on Instagram, Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Also, follow us on Facebook. Shout out to everybody who follows us on Facebook. We got over 100 likes just off the strength of people just, you know, us asking. You know what I'm saying? We got over 100 likes. So shout out to everybody who decided to hit that like button. Yeah. Um, a lot of support you can do for people is free. Just FYI. Yeah, just so share. Subscribing just like, you know what I'm saying? YouTube if you like, and, if you like what you hear, just yeah. fucking share it. That's all we're fucking I asking for. Appreciate that. It's not that, that. It's not that bad. I'm gonna throw this computer out the window <laughs> and just yeah. It. But let's get into some music. This is Heaven and Hell. Fat Joe and Dre off the Family Ties album. Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. The dynamic family ties. Open up shop, work round the clock. First class services, lines down the block. I storm in glasses, my VIP fiends got priority passes. Oh God, I morally ask this question. What do you believe in? Heaven or hell? Wait, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell? Yeah, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell? The devil's in the detail and lurking your cell, nigga. What do you believe in? Heaven or hell? Wait, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell? When Bobby Brown was fucking bitches in this trailer Yeah, I got the bitches begging, don't be cruel to me, player I had a fiend going, woo, that Rick Flair Hustlers, hazing heroin, Triple H around here, around here. We friendly frontin' the fourth that way Christian Louboutin, killing them nigga, no Yahweh Jesus. Bad vibes when we see you niggas And I take that you puss Yeah, me too, nigga Joey Musain to watch a few chains Yachts and new planes Nah, it's a new day The game harder me like James Crown heavier than Slick Rick Chains Oh wait, they dropping names I warned him He wasn't listening to Kirk Or them Weight Watchers Nah, I ain't talking about Oprah Niggas going back and forth They be doing the most That's why we hit him with the Jaden Ghost Open up shop Work round the clock First class services Lines down the block I storm in glasses My VIP fiends got priority passes Oh God I morally ask this question What do you believe in? Heaven or hell Wait, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell Yeah, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell The devil's in the detail and lurking your cell Nigga, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell Wait, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell This
Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. Back on my bullshit. Back to back on my bullshit. Matter of fact, that was bullshit. I'm going back to back to back on my bullshit. Do it one time, they gon' think it's luck. Gotta hit them with the repeat. Do it two times, they gon' still doubt. Hey, now I got a three-peat. Gotta flood the streets till they need deep. Gotta stay woke, can't be sleep. All this fly shit don't be cheap. All these bad bitches that we keep round. Pockets gotta be deep now. Never lose again, living me deep down. Gotta keep winning, it's a clean sweep now. Tell her back it up, you hit three beeps now. Big truck, little bitch. Call me Greek freak, big bucks, little bitch. Paid in full, little ace, little Mitch. You a Rico, little case, you'll snitch. Not from Chicago, but too shy to speak. Ask where's Waldo, I'm too hot and seek. Move like cargo, I do fly every week. Princes in Lagos, Dubai with sheiks. Everywhere I go, new vibe the freak. Told her I'm Drago, you Apollo Creed. Bars, hot cars go, you guys to me. I'm Mercia Lago, and you dry your feet, nigga. I'm that bull in the hood. New lamb truck, got the bull in the hood. Black and red, looking like the bulls at the hood. 23s on it, got the bulls sitting good. This game six, this can't miss. Shooting my shot, wrist hang swish. Ice my shit like I just sprained this. Millie playing Jane and that bitch stainless. Look, money talk, shorty speaking this language. Buy her car, she gon' switch lanes quick. I got shut up money, I don't explain shit. Do you wanna boss up or just change shifts? Pretty little joint and she gets things lit. Baby got a crew on some rich gang shit. PNB and Meek must know this same bitch. If you look in her eyes, man, that shit's dangerous on God. Wanna gang on bros, no bullshit. You the one, D Rose. Pass me the pippin', the long nose. Then it's game over, the horn blows. This the last shot. You tryna be on the team or be the mascot? Wanna be the first lady or the last stop? I'm paying Dwayne Wade, but I flash knots. Whoa. I thought you could have been Jordan. Found out that you wasn't even been Gordon. Next one get flewed out, I'm keeping them boarding. Like Tony Kuko, I'm foreign and important. Yeah, I cannot bullshit with none of y'all. I got a bullseye on some of y'all. I feel like Michael in 95. Back on my bullshit this summer, y'all. Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. FCC Free Radio, Ratchet and Woke, Unlearn the World, Lil MC. We got DJ Zobie in the building. Gonna be doing a mix in a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, we just had a little quick music break we had back on my bullshit. Fabulous off the Summertime Shootouts 3. That was preceded by Fat Joe and Dre off the Family Ties album, Heaven and hell. Proceeded. You know what I'm saying? What did I say? You said proceeded. I like that. I'm just oh, saying okay. it sounded. <laughs> Give me I my like props. when you you like my talk about flowers. some ratchet song you know and like I mean? a nice. Exactly. Nice shout out to everybody tapping in and woods. tuning in with us. I see a lot of people liking what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Tone from Washington Heights. That's my bro. Like you know, it's like my bro, my bro. Like you know. Aw. Yeah, like he's known me since I was like. 12. I think I answered him because you <laughs> when I was a young whippersnapper eating chicken wings and fried rice. You already know. He calls me chicken wing to this day. Chicken wings and he fried rice. He don't call rice? me on. He calls me. That's because it's hood Chinese food. Oh. So like you, you have chicken wings and fried rice. You get four chicken wings. You get fried rice. Back in the days, it was like 
three ninety five. It was like a gallon of gas <laughs> for all of that kind of food. And now it's probably like, especially in gentrified Washington Heights, that shit is probably like thirteen eighty five or some crazy. Yeah, shit. totally it is. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, while Zobi gets set up on his shit over there, we're gonna keep on talking about some things. What else you we got going the, on? You give me the thumbs up when you're ready, cause. So speaking of DJs, man, shout out to DJ Lazy Boy for winning the Red Bull DJ battle earlier this year. He's a fucking sad. Not even this year. He earlier like last week. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like recent, he's right? not only is he one of the best DJs in the Bay Area, hands down, battle DJ, scratching, mixing, beat juggling, you name it, he does it, but he's fighting cancer. <laughs> so the dude won this battle fighting cancer. I had a whole bunch of grown ass fellow DJs from the Bay crying like babies on stage. It was Aww. a fucking moment. You know what I'm saying? You were there? Like speak on it. Like what how <laughs> Man, the energy was crazy. Um, um they gave us out um, like these rally towels that said DJ Lazy Boy, that oh, boy good. He had and merch. like, <laughs> um, yeah, he had merch. So we were <laughs> we were just like waving them, and you know, Jazzy Jeff, and um, it was a uh, Four Color Zach, and um, uh, DJ Espinosa were the judges, and so they're seated right behind the. And crowd. Jay Espinosa won last year, right? He won last yeah. year, yeah. And he's from he's from out here in the Bay too. Um, yeah, the energy was crazy. He set the bar high. He went on first, mm-hmm. and every other DJ had to follow him. And That's man, crazy. he had the theatrics down. Transitions were dope. Crowd work. And now yeah. he has to go to Russia to do the the, right. the, the, the world. Finals. So the two DJs that won the national like competition from last year and this year were both from, from the, the Bay, Bay Area. Yeah. Yep. Well, what do you, you know? know? Okay, I mean, you okay. can speak about this, uh, Zobi, because mm-hmm. like, like the Bay Area is known for DJs. Like, like right. we have some of the say, dopest I, DJs. I, I wouldn't here, say like, we have the dopest rappers. I would not say that at all. No, I said I'm sorry. The DJs. But it, the, that's interesting that the dopest DJs are yeah, from here. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so we were talking about Cubert and uh, in, in Master Mike. Yeah, all of them. All, yeah, of, them. all of those guys. You know How'd you get into DJing? Um, it was in high school at some friends who, you know, were um, DJing. Well, before we all got into DJing, we were all like writers, you know, and this okay. and stuff. Yeah. And then they kind of like migrated out of that. And some, some of them were doing, you know, the school parties and homecoming. And I kind of just caught the bug. And, you know, once I got out of high school and I was able to afford my own set of turntables, that's what I, I went for. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what you did to get that money <laughs> Wait, I, so I wanna, actually, le- we may ask you a little bit it's later legit. you know so what I'm where are you from exactly born and raised san franciscan frisco where did you go to high school i went to galileo g house oh i Mighty played Lions. soccer there you played mm-hmm. soccer yeah there? like recently like oh. I've, I've been on a uh like a nice an intramural field. team yeah it is a nice it field. wasn't when i was there there was a lot of like potholes and little no it's like all turfy turf now right. they fixed it up they got like a nice little grant after we all graduated. Yeah, it looks like a freaking museum there. Yeah. Yeah, OJ Simpson went there. What? One of the, wow. weird, one of the weird facts about that school. A, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, still owning that? Like, no. He got oh, his okay. OJ. <laughs> the field was actually named after him. And then <laughs> once that whole, great. like, you know, murder thing criminal happened. murder thing happened. Yeah. Does uh, San Francisco still claim OJ like that? Like they just threw nah. him to the wolves? I mean, there's I mean, a there, mural. There was a rapper out here who was called Flo J. Simpson. Do you remember Flo J. Simpson? That's a really cool that name, though. Yeah, he was kind of like cool. That. He was like Tech 9 ish. He was like, he was cool. He was making his rounds for a minute. And then, yeah. like, he just disappeared off the first day of the earth. I think he went to Humble. 
to actually be mm. honest with you, bringing it full circle. But so talking yeah. about DJs, right? Shout out to DJ Davey D. Mm. Also, he also yeah. won a Lifetime Achievement Award for African American journalism. He's also been a hip hop journalist since the golden era of hip hop. So you know yeah. what I'm saying, along with Adisa Benjoko and a lot of other hip hop journalists. The Bay Area right. just got a lot of uh, hip hop, just hip hop pedigree. You know what I'm pedigree. saying? Just pedigree. Yeah. Just get the rappers better. Yeah. <laughs> Our rappers are you know kind of like I mean no But there's a lot of dope There's, there's uh, Oh my god I just got put onto A new San Francisco rapper Who's dope I Who? think his name is Lou Alcinder Ooh. Lou Lou Alcinder Yeah I think he's from San Francisco But Lil like, Duty I No I don't know Oh <laughs> There's so many rappers out So many Yeah So 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 I learned about a lot of them At my work yeah, <laughs> That's we'll get the, into that. The yeah, totally. We're gonna get into that. But um, what else was going on in the news? Um, so YouTube is now counting uh, views towards Billboard album charts. I don't really know if that matters or why that is relevant, but it was something that I don't it's know. Interested. Ask Nicki Minaj. She's the one, the queen of the Billboard, <laughs> giving fucks about zero numbers on the Billboard. Well, now. I mean, I think there's a larger play in terms of like why they're doing it or why they're allowing it. Maybe it's a play for Billboard to maintain some level of relevancy. Because Billboard used to do with to, radio plays, but nowadays radio has terrestrial. Been, there you go. Yeah, well, that explains. So it, that's you know why they're using YouTube because no one fucking listens to radio, and the people that do have their songs on the radio, it's basically just like depends on the exactly. Bag. So like people are more flocking. People want to have visual assistance to the video, the music that they're listening to. Like, they like... You know, I was thinking videos. the other day, like, there's a lot of songs that I listen to and I was like, eh. But when I saw the video with it, I liked it a thousand... Like, that Boogie song with Eminem, yeah. Rainy Days. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first heard it, I was like, you know, this is cool. But then I saw the video and then I was like, no, this is actually really fucking dope. It, it gives a different perspective to the, the, and then to the music. And add something right. to the lyric. Like, you're seeing... I don't know. It, but then also, as artists, you, de- you can develop music based on visuals like you say all right that's and that's what artists are doing like they're making okay this is the record that i know is going to be streamed a lot this is the streaming record right just like back in the days they had the club record you had the street mixtape record now they're saying okay here's the streamable record that's going to get crazy plays on spotify but then here's the record that's for youtube here's the record that we're going to do a crazy ass video to like the example is anderson pop what was that video that he had one in the bank that he had the atm he was running around with the atm machine in the video uh I know what you're talking about. Though. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I'm thinking um, of the one where he's like, da, 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 da. no, you know, when I try to hum things, and yeah, you recognize like, it, and I always fail it. Like, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I mean, my basic point in it, and we'll, we'll f- pull, pull up the name in a minute, um, but the music video is him running around with an ATM. The song in and of itself isn't great as a song to listen to but when you're watching the video it puts everything in context and you're able to actually enjoy the song I'm a little bit more because you're yeah. watching you know what I'm saying you're watching the video to it as opposed to another song of his where like you could just vibe off of it off the strength of it's just being a really great song Tense. oh bubbling 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 yeah, right so that song in and of itself like if I heard it on radio if I heard it in my car I'd probably skip it yeah. but watching the video you enjoy it and you watch it all the way through right. so my point is that Artists are starting to develop content, mm-hmm. at least musically, to allow for these different mediums of, of, of experience, right? right? So that you're going to have your songs that you know people are just going to listen to, where mm-hmm. you may not have visual representation. And then other songs may not slap that much, but because they have the video, it changes the experience of how right. you receive the song. It's no different than, like, 
as an artist, the bigger the venue that you perform at, the more that informs the way you make music. So if you listen to like an artist like Kanye West early on right. in his career, the music that he was making was hella underground. It was hella grungy, had dirty samples. By the time he gets to graduation, mm. he's now doing shows in arenas. So yeah. now you get songs like Stronger and, and, and Power, right? Mm -hmm. That have this big arena sound to mm. them. Right? Like that, uh... What? Uh, like, you, you could see yeah. people, like, clapping to that in the thousands. Just yeah, Queen did that, too. That. Remember in the movie where Queen, where there, what, whatever the... Yeah, they, they, they did. On Queen. We Will Rock You. Yeah, right? they, like, made that in order to get... Because they were anticipating it being, like, a crazy crowd in a huge venue so that the audience mm -hmm. could get engaged with you. Because, like, the, they didn't even have music with it for, like, the first, what, like... 16 bars I mean yeah exactly bars. but they, they, the whole point is like their experience as artists and their growth as artists then starts to inform the way they're making they their music they made the music based on the event how people are experiencing their music you know what I'm saying right. so like if you're an artist who started popping because you had a, a video that went viral it stands to reason that most of your music is gonna be visually right. based Lil totally. Dicky is a perfect example he of is, that yeah. I, don't, I don't play a Lil Dicky record but if I saw a new video from Lil Dicky I'm totally right. gonna click on it because mm -hmm. I, I enjoy his music that like way. the connection from the visuals create a whole new meaning so when you do play it like for me as a dj if i play the song people connect it to the the visuals I'm exactly going. can you explain what visuals you're talking about just when um, you're playing songs? okay i got an example like um there's this you know one of the new rappers uh ynw melly oh, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about at work uh -huh. i'm sorry was... and the video is like you would think it'll be him rapping but it's not the whole concept of the the video treatment was it's like these suburban white old white ladies rapping mm. his lyrics. I love that. that. Suburbs. Great. I love it. And then this angry old white guy, like, what the fuck is this? Called? Like, why I are you guys it. turning? Are they saying the rap? N word too? Are they mouthing the um, N word? Are there any N words in the song? I think I, they. I can't think are. of any. It's pretty poppy. Uh, what else do you want from me? me. Yeah, it's like all the kids at Boys and Girls Club always sing that song. To? We gotta look that up. Like, who is YNW Melly signed to? Uh, like, for a minute, for a long time, I thought a lot of these artists who were like the, the Lil's and the Young's, I thought they were like hella independent and they're all signed to major labels, which explains a mm -hmm. lot in terms of like the music. I mean, and he how just dropped an album, but he dropped an album from that. prison, didn't he? Or is he not? Yeah, he's... Hella people are dropping albums from prison. Max B just dropped an album from prison. You know what I'm saying? 2021. Yeah, there's he's, a... You know, yeah. Or he's coming back out in 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's about to be released soon. I thought he yeah. was about to drop it. He dropped it? Nah, yeah. It just came out. 300. Like, I heard, like, three songs from it this week, last week. Oh, YM, really? YMW Melly's on the, that th the 300 label. Okay. Yeah. Wait, but Zobi, what I meant was, I thought you were talking about when you play songs, you're associating it with visuals. Can we get into your place of business? Oh, okay. Can we do, or do you have a buildup for that? Uh, we'll get into it in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll totally get into it in a minute. I mean, no, but I want to get into some other shit. So we, we took the train like peasants to get over here today, right? We had to okay, cross I see through. what you're leading into. <laughs> we had to cross through the TLs. So for those who don't know the TLs in, in, in the Bay Area, for all of our outside the Bay Area listeners, the TLs is kind of like what 42nd Street Times Square used to be in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like really grungy mm -hmm. prostitution, drug use, kind of like seedy, nasty, gross shit, right? And we have to or come skid here. Skid you know? Row. For yeah, LA Skid Cash. Row. Skid Row in LA. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's very similar. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad in comparison, yeah. but it's it's very yeah. similar. It just, yeah. you know, it's but 
this is where shit like goes down. Like it was one of the first neighborhoods when I first moved out here to the Bay. It mm-hmm. was one of the first neighborhoods that I was exposed to. Like literally, I worked wow. in close to. I, I worked on Powell Street, and then mm-hmm. I went to the mosque that was right there on Jones Street, mm-hmm. right, right across the street from the Titty Bar, yeah. right. And oh, then like my the studio mosque. is on Sixth Street. Exactly, Ratchet and Woke. Century, right? You know what I'm saying? But the yeah. um the the studio I recorded yeah. out of one of the first studios I recorded out of is right there on Sixth Street Ball Studio. Shout out mm-hmm. to Patty Ball. You know, um, but like this was the whole neighborhood that I was I, I was used to. Like people, I was literally like buzzing the studio door and the homeboy smoking crack next to me. Like it was yep. shit like that. You know, but it's also notorious mm-hmm. for cars getting broken into right. and shit getting robbed. I was in uh, last year. I lost two laptops because they bit my shit after breaking into my window and smashing yeah. the back of my window out. Can't have anything bag. nice. Can't be yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be caught slipping out there. You've yeah. gotten. Shit taken from you. So many just happened. It was leaving like one of the training sessions here, and I stupidly parked. I thought I was parking away from the tenderloin, but I was actually getting deeper into this, the midst of it. I walked out and I had been drinking because I was on Queen's show, and they get it, Liddy. She brought like Jello shots. Shout out so, to Queen Unique. She's shout out every, Queen. Every what Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday, eight to ten. Eight She's to this 10. this podcast this exact time slot, but, but tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so get your back to back ratchety and ratchety and woke. She's kind of like that too. But anyways, so I was pretty turnt, so I couldn't drive, and I left my car there overnight stupidly. And because my car is has no like security system on there, it got broken into and they stole everything. <laughs> like my car had never looked cleaner aside from the broken glass they took fucking everything like my CDs my fucking trash like because they can sell it all out here like you know what I'm saying like they mm-hmm. can, I mean you know past 9 o'clock you go on 6th street they're selling chargers they're right. selling old CDs they're selling a boot not two boots just one boot like they're selling pretty much anything they left my soccer cleats they have the spread too mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's all spread out, out you know what I mean it's you, you know, very likely to find that's what I'm saying shit if, if you see a bum on a skateboard, tackle him, because that's my <laughs> fucking skateboard. <laughs> I'm, I was trying to go to, like, the Thanksgiving, like, feeds to, like, you know, oh. see what's yeah. up. <laughs> I told you if you were going to do it, I'm about to. Yeah. Someone invited that's... me to, like, hey, do you want to come? You know, we're doing, like, a Yo, homeless food a homeless drive. I was like, nah, I got to beef right person. now. Yo, your level of petty. Carrot on a stick. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> there's like hella shit. Going I've to seen a those. homeless feed to find the homeless person that stole your shit. It wasn't even my skateboard, like, so. Yo, that's like Liam Neeson taken levels of revenge. Right. You know how I like my I vengeance. Love <laughs> I love it. You know what the, the weirdest shit is? Shout out to Joe Mousepad, right? One of our homies, Joe Mousepad. Mm-hmm. He helps to run Smart Bomb. He does a lot of dope shit in terms mm-hmm. of beat making, MC. He got his car stolen in Oakland. Now, this is the funniest story I've ever heard in terms of a car getting stole. So, I remember last time I saw him, it was it was at a show in Oakland, and he was telling me how he had just walked outside his house, and he was literally seeing people look through his car mm-hmm. and go through his shit, and oh, they were closing scary. the door slightly so like they're not getting caught, and he yells at them, like, yo, what the fuck? And then they, they, they speed off, and they leave, right? They make great haste to escape, right? Mm-hmm. He had the club on his car, but whatever the case. So, in any case, his car gets stolen like just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, like a week ago or, or, oh. or so. He gets it back. Mm-hmm. The car, he finds the car gets returned to him or he gets it back. Mm-hmm. Now the car has a racing stripe on it that it didn't have before. <laughs> <laughs> what kind that, of car is it? I, don't, I think it's like a Honda or something. But so it has a racing stripe <laughs> on it. And wow. when he gets in the car, he finds a bag of meth under the seat. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my 
my lord. Boots are turning to Yeah, exactly. I was like, yo, what the fuck? That is the funniest so the shit. Speed demon meth heads. I, yeah, that, that, I, I was going to ask him, like, yo, how big was the bag of meth? Like, how, like could you? How did you know it was meth and not like Coke? Who knows? Maybe he has a tester. Maybe that was one of the features he they added. He it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, goody. Who knows? I mean, they pimped his ride, so maybe they put a fucking meth tester in there to test for purity. And, like, I don't. I always wanted to get my red pimp. No, one, my friend drove like the fucking hoopty of all hoopties when we were in high school. Shout out, Hana. Uh, mm. I talk about her a lot. But they stole her fucking car and it was such a piece of shit that they found it abandoned again, like, you know, hours later. So it was not, it was not even good enough for the bums. Yeah, it mm. happens. <laughs> it happens. They were mad. <laughs> but they had, they had like a fucking soup kitchen in my car because they left a dirty sheet in there. But you say it's to punch the window out, but I think Probably. it's because... They Unless were they're all like PCP or some shit, and they just want to fucking fist it off, like you know what I mean? Like, they, well, because yeah, the they last time a car got broken into by ROTC and they took my Vaseline, Holy and shit. then they <laughs> left a bunch of Burger King sauces on the roof. So I think huh. they were getting sauced up in there because they didn't want to do a raw job, like you were saying. They needed lubricants from their Ooh. old meth dicks. Yeah. <laughs> And they were using Burger King packets for that? <laughs> like honey mustard. <laughs> that was, oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Honey must- I want to do <laughs> a, a hobo orgy because I have a lot of like creative ideas. I think you I could add. You want to orchestrate a hobo yeah, orgy? It like reminds the- me of that Ali Wong joke. She talked about how she oh. fucked a homeless guy in Golden Gate Park or something oh, like that. Shit. What? Yeah, Holy it's shit. It's one of her bits. Bit. Was yeah. he a hot hobo? I think to her at the time he was. He looked like a. He, he looked like, like a hipster. Or something. Yeah, a hipster. Yeah. That, that was. That was Remember, we should play that game, hipster or hobo. Oh, totally. <laughs> on That's the what hate. I'm it on. Hipster or hobo on the hate. That'll be part of Lil MC Truth or Dare. Yeah, coming That's, soon to a YouTube near you. <laughs> hipster or hobo <laughs> on the hate. <laughs> you know who really does a great job of this or that is Billy on the street. Also, shout out. Shout to out. Billy on the street. Yeah. He, was he doing like Justin Timberlake? Uh, oh, art pieces or things that Justin Timberlake songs remind me yeah. of. <laughs> or like one of them was like a country in Africa or a Star Wars <laughs> planet. <laughs> oh my it's God. It's like impossible to know the difference. Yeah, I was thinking about Star Wars names earlier and I was like, they're all supposed to be like ambiguously ethnic kind of Skywalker? like Skywalker mm. well, <laughs> Skywalker is the exception well, but like, like Count Dooku Count Dooku oh, Luke yeah. Leia like these are all Jawa. like names that are like oh, Jabba yeah. you know what I mean like Z- Zobi are you like a Star Wars fanatic if your name is Zobi One Kenobi I did not know this I'm not like a super detailed nerd Star Wars nerd but no. I am a fan of what the do you nerd trilogy I'm mostly a music nerd but okay. definitely Star Wars is in there um, I'm still um, it's in my um, was it a to do list to watch the new the new ones the new yeah. Disney well, ones. You a fashion head and you came in here with all types of Supreme shit, oh, some yeah. new exclusive shit. You guys, I won't bust you out. But Dead, Dead <laughs> yeah, Press come, collab. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The new and then he be posting sneakers. He be going to the outlet and shit, and buying like hella sneakers, and coming home with boxes. Oh wow! <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah, he. I'm, this, I'm telling get, you, like sometimes Zobie I get is, tipped out. Zobie's the good. guy. The, 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 the Zobie drip stylish game. man. Yeah, the Zobie drip is, 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 is something. Is something. But speaking of drip, yo, shout out to Thurston Howell. For those who don't know, Thurston Howell the third, mm. right? New York underground rapper, really Low. fucking dope, but was mostly known for his affinity to wear Ralph Lauren polo gear, right? He actually Low created a, a whole 
clique Culture. called Low Lives that they're basically their job was to go to department Oops. stores and steal polo clothing so that they can wear it in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right? They even made a documentary of it. So yeah. what is the documentary? It's called Low Lives. Low oh. Lives. Yeah. I think it's like on Mass Appeal. Their, yeah, it's on the channel. You know, so in any mm-hmm. case. 25 years later, he was now in an ad campaign for Ralph Lauren. Oh, that's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Fucking full circle moment. This dude's been stealing from Ralph Lauren. He doesn't have animosity towards him for stealing all his shit. He's been stealing from Ralph Lauren for 30 years. That's like if I became a Nordstrom model after I stole all the shit from them and they like banned me from the store. It goes to show you just like credibility. You know what I'm saying? Dapper Dan too, right? Dapper, Dapper Dan, Dan you know what I'm saying? Dapper Dan, Dapper was Dan too. Well, Dapper Dan's whole thing was that he was taking Gucci and Louis Vuitton prints mm-hmm. and repurposing them. So yep. the prints that they were using for like bags and luggage and shit like that, jackets. he was then putting on jackets and, and making sweatsuits out of sweat them. Suits. And like rappers and, and, and athletes were wearing the shit, and that's what made it drug so dealers. But, you know what I mean? but so it was fake, but rappers were wearing them thinking it was, so, it was real, so or what, did he no, make it his own? So, so what I've learned is that there's two different things. There's knockoff and there's bootleg. Mm-hmm. Right, knockoff is when you try to literally copy whatever something is already selling as. So a, mm-hmm. no, a, a knockoff bag is to have a bag made of cheap material mm-hmm. that looks like it could be Louis Vuitton, right? Because it has the same mm-hmm. logo, same yeah. design, all of that thing. Whereas bootleg is to be repurposed. Mm-hmm. It's to take the Gucci symbol and put it on a shirt that isn't Gucci. Mm-hmm. So right? it's like a. Uh, interpolation of it yeah exactly exactly so that's what he was doing he was doing bootleg designs with real louis vuitton and gucci print Mm -hmm. and because of the popularity that it started amassing from rappers and athletes gucci and and louis vuitton started sending the cops his way Mm -hmm. and getting his shit shut down multiple times throughout the late 80s early 90s to the point where he he got shut down Mm -hmm. went underground for and been it fast forward years later now i think he's one of the consultants of gucci you yeah. know what I'm saying? And one That's of like crazy. their chief designers. Like so it's just kind of like hip hop brings cool factor to everything. Versace didn't want to fuck with uh-huh. us for years and then, now like then the Timberland latest, didn't want to fuck with us. Timberland didn't want they still don't want to fuck with us. You wow. know what I'm saying? But it's, it's like the weird. only people that were I mean, there are like when I actually well, no. see people working in Timberlands, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what they're for. Exactly. Like, they're fucking like <laughs> making gutters. No, and but shit. yeah, but, but before that it was just like you could wear black and you could wear mm-hmm. the work boot, the corn, the corn colored, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the only real colours that you could have. And then hip-hop started wearing it golden era everybody mm. was wearing it. it was a fashion statement in the hood and then mm. timberland came out and said yo we don't really fuck with urban people wearing our shit right. and like I, I don't think we really boycotted i just think they just kind of got wise to it and then you started seeing timberlands in all these different colors you started seeing pink timberland boots yeah. you started seeing what they, they used to call if them you guys know what i want for christmas and then there was lugs too right oh fuck lugs but yeah that was <laughs> that lugs. was like the boot that was like yeah it was like, like a, a boot, boot but it was like a timberland-esque boot right yeah. just you know what i'm saying I feel but like timberland is the hip-hop with doc martin is the punk and yes. i like yeah. them both hundo definitely like east coast new york yeah to yeah. that style yeah. yeah but um let's get into some music Zoli, musica, send me a signal send me a signal let's see if we can get you doing a mix yes all right so you're gonna listen to the international sound stylings of dj zobi on the ones and twos fcc free radio ratchet and woke zobi in the building dj zobi one kenobi all tribes you know the fucking vibes man Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ay. Big, 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 big old booty, big old booty, get it clapping. Finesse these niggas out them dollars, that's a talent. I want some money, want some money, but it's happening. Don't want no nigga 
be acting, who be capping? I'm on some real ratchet shit. Pull up to your crib. Scope out everything, tell my niggas where it is. Put a straw in the fifth. Hot girl shit. If the bitch ain't bought it, then she can't be in the clip. Drinking Henny out the bottle, let's get ratchet. Shake that ass for a shot, get it clapping. Pop that pussy for my niggas, don't be acting. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ayy. Let's get ratchet. 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 Ratchet ass shit. Her ratchet ass bitch. Get a lick on the nigga in the ratchet ass whip. Riding with a street nigga with the ratchet on his hip. Don't be coming to the stage if you know you don't tip. Your bitches is poor. My bitches on go. My bitches ain't scared to get it on the flow. Shout to DJ Eric. Shout out to Big Go. Shout out to them guns who go where the money go. Drinking, drinking Henny out the bottle, let's get ratchet. Shake that ass for a shot, get it clapping. Pop that pussy for my niggas, don't be acting. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ayy. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ayy. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ayy. Her ass out, she going places that you can't go. Call up a hoes and told them bring them out to slay. Fall, touch your toes, then I'm throwing 50k. Hey. Splat brothers, whoa, we just landed in the bay. Look at the way that I be pushing in that tail pack. I was jumping out the gym in Nike Air Max. Three bad bitches in the coops line down Fairfax. Bitch, I been getting to this money, I can't dare cap. Look at the way that I been shining, diamonds gleaming. Rich nigga, they know my name when I'm at Neiman. Look at the way that I been balling every season. Gotta chase the money, watch the whole team win. Look at me, bitch. Look at the way I carry myself. Look at the way I'm winning. Look at this liquid around my neck. Look how they shimmer. Look at this strand I'm smoking. Look at this bottle I'm holding. Look at my life. Look how I'm planning to feel like I'm rolling the dice up under casino lights. Luxury automobiles and sports cars with loud pipes. Detachable steering wheels, muscle cars, and scraper bikes. Some of my niggas push pills. Some of them push that cha-cha. Some of them work for a living to make an honest dollar. And here's another thing I thought that you should know. I'll make a hoe stand outside forever like a scarecrow. I'm a bay nigga. That's affirmative. Ain't no arguing. Nigga, you soft as table butter. Margarine. Uh-huh. I'm always intoxicated, I'm never sober. Same soup just warmed over a little wiser and older, but dangerous like a cold. Not a stiller, but I bust just like Jerome Bettis. Uh-huh. Money longer than the end of them action packed movie credits. Her ass out, she going places that she can't. Too much money in my hand, looking like a nigga flexing. All this cash on the floor, I can't even see my section. So baby, come set that booty, make it fit like it's Tetris like, Baby, I know you get the message, so quit playing with it on Like, oh, 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 yeah By that bag, she gon' run it up By that bag, she gon' run it up By that bag, she gon' run it like, oh, 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 yeah By that cash, she don't fall in love By that cash, she don't fall in love By that cash, she don't fall in love Ass like what? Fuck it up, you like Patron mix with Henny in your cup You said working 9 to 5, not enough So you turn it to a M in a club Cash like what, fuck it up All these ones on the floor mix with dubs You say you looking for a baller, not a scrub Whoever throw the most money showing love So let a young nigga come and handle it Booty so big and keep my hands off it Up and down the pole, got me fantasy In the back of the coupe, let me play with it All up on the stage, make you start with your top Girl, I ain't living till them panties drop All this money everywhere, got you thinking a lot Cause you live in La Vida, I know God All this ice make my neck hit When I wake up 
wake up in the morning, I roll up and count my money. I'm so wavy, I'm so wavy, I'm so wavy, I'm so wavy. All my bitches love me, they gon' answer for a real one. I'm so wavy, I'm so wavy. Wanna have my baby? I'm so handsome, I'm so ballin'. Must be why all my exes callin'. So wavy in that turbo Porsche. She's so wavy in that new Mercedes. Independent chick, yeah, that my top of lady. Back to M W on FCC Free Radio. It's a situation in here. FCC Free Radio, Ratchet and Woke Podcast, Unlearn the World. Lil MC, DJ Zobi on the ones and twos. That was lit. I love it. I love it. Liddy like a jitty in a city getting You know the motherfucking vibes, yo. Right. Like I fuck with Zoe as a DJ. You play like you play the shit that a lot of Bay Area DJs, at least from my experience, considering like I, I move in underground circles, right? Mm-hmm. And and we try to be at least somewhat cautious of the music that's being played. So right. you play the shit that I like to listen to right. that most DJs aren't playing at the places that I frequent and move in. You know what right. I mean? So I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, and a lot of that speaks to where you typically DJ. Now you right. DJ, you have a history of DJing in strip clubs. Right. It's you know been what I'm saying? about three years. Although that wasn't my original background. I used right. to do clubs and bars. Bars. And then I kind of you DJ that showdown when we were doing Revolver I d- at Showdown. I did, yep. You know what I mean? We so shout out to Revolver. Is that your show, Revolver? Yeah. Huh? Whose show was Revolver? It was Jay Slice, and then it was me and Jay Slice, and then it was just, it was like it was a Rukusaki. Did you ever invite me right. on? I think you you had to have been there at least a few times. Yeah, I we're think no I've, longer friends. I'm yeah. just <laughs> nah, you yeah. had to have been. You, did you open up for me one time at Revolver? I don't know. I've been to freaking showdown so many times. I've seen I don't your know name on the flyer a couple yeah, of times. Like a thousand oh, times. you're trying to cover for him. <laughs> Got receipts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cosign and form. Shoot me the bell. But um, no. So, but you also do weddings and like other right. like, special occasions and uh, all of that. But mobile. you know, you also you do weddings. I do do weddings. Do you use the same mix for the strip club <laughs> for the wedding? Um. Well, once it, you know everybody's properly inebriated and Ooh. they can get loose, they can get a little ratchet. But see, which is that's ironic because mm-hmm. there is no alcohol allowed in strip clubs. Well, yeah. just in At his strip club. Fully nude. In fully, fully nude, nude yeah. strip club. Yes. So, in California. Done, when vaginas right. are out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's just You must be sober, beer. which is when I want to be the drunkest, because looking eye, the eye of the vagina. Mm-hmm. Well, you're scared of strippers. I'm, so let's get into that. <laughs> let's get into you a bit. <laughs> oh, the time y'all so you visited. Have a, you have a fear of strippers. Like I a, don't. A phobia of sorts. It's not like that. I'm just socially uncomfortable because I don't know how to talk to them because I want to look into their eyes and emotionally connect and ask them about their goals and their dreams. <laughs> and the thing is, with strippers, you don't want to get spend some more time. You can't emotionally and it'll, it'll be, You'll get acclimated so, so fast. So I'm going to go for my birthday then. But okay. I want to go there and I want to like actually like, I want to like play a game with them. You know, like I want to get okay. to know them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this time I won't be like a whole bottle deep of Henny. Oh, I, I no, couldn't even. Time, and then you thought the stripper stole your bag. <laughs> That was so. So we went oh, to the strip club. Yeah, I had to the LA strippers and hobos. You had me looking for Sarah that Arnold. thing. I, but it broke. She was there really with broke us. Into his car and stole the bag. I had to look through yeah, all the security cameras. Yeah, he was having to look at security cameras. I have those footage. That shit was but to The truth was that they broke it out of your car because then I I tracked like what they were buying and they were like trying to buy shit at like the fucking the safe way. Yeah, so I 
I knew they broke into There's your some car. ratchet. I know, and I kind of yeah. was like feeling salty towards the strippers when they showed me a great old time. Right. Well, they she, were trying to undress she was, me. She was almost positive because they had they had tried to buy something at Victoria's Secret. Yes. And tried to buy something at Nordstrom. They, were, they like, were trying to use like, these like, trying to get thotty, bougie on my dime. Yeah, some like thoughty <laughs> online stores. And I was like, it's the <laughs> But no, so I owe them an apology, even though they don't know I was angry okay. at them for a while because I did blame the strippers. But now I, I won't feel like, you know, I'm ready to make amends. Okay. You know, and I'm ready to, uh, you know, get rid of this this fear, this phobia. Okay. Um, yeah. I just, Copy yeah. Maybe fears. if I know their, like, name, you know, their stripper name. Maybe that'll help me. Maybe if I have What's my own What's your real stupid. name? Not your stripper, stripper name. name. What's she doing? I never know what she's doing. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's get into you, yo. Okay. Um, what's, what's, tell me some of the weirdest things you've seen in your experience as a strip club. That you DJed at various strip clubs. You know Right now, yeah. Well, in the city, it's all along the, the Broadway block. And shout majority. out to DJ Rock and Ooze because he yes. also, you know, did some DJ. He got me into the okay. Whole he game. put you onto the life, right? You know what I mean? There I was shadowing him exactly, being a sound guy, even though they didn't really necessarily needed a sound guy. But they plugged you and they made a job for you, right? <laughs> you ever try to get a job in a place that they're making the job for right. you because they just like you? So Aww. shout out to <laughs> Rock and Ooze, DJ Rock and Ooze. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Shout out, shout out. But yeah. yeah, so what's some of the weirdest things that you've encountered as a strip club DJ? Weirdest things, um. Um, well, one one recent interaction that was kind of weird. Um, so we had this new girl auditioning, and I heard through the grapevine that she, you know she she did some amateur porn. Okay. Right. And is that frowned upon? No, no, that's okay. not frowned upon. Uh, at least I, I don't frown upon it. Um, it's kind of like the bread and butter of a stripper. Mm, that's where they kind of like step up to. If they uh, decide to move up, they become porn. Show me. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gonna yeah. put you in the talking I know, pictures. I know a guy. Yeah. I know oh, a cool. guy. That's always, yeah. if, if you don't succeed in this, that's my new But job. So she had, um, so it's her first day. She did a private dance for a couple. Okay. And she forgot to charge the guy oh, to get the so money. Oh, she's out here giving freebies? Right. And I, I looked over. I had a funny feeling like she you don't know what she's doing. You trying to get over on? Uh, no, she didn't know what she was doing. Uh, and so I was like, did you get the money? She's like, um, no. I'm like, you're supposed to get, you got to get the money first. <laughs> oh, so like how, you does do it, your how does the transaction work? So you're like, they're like, hey, I want a private dance for me and my lady. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, that'll so, be 50 bucks. And then you right. give it the money. But she just started doing it. She just started doing they, it. Got off and walked away. Right, so now she owes the club some money. Oh. Yeah. That was the weirdest story. That just seems kind of like a sad story. Yeah, it's just, okay, sad. Like a pathetic story. Weird. I want to see if someone whipped a dick out and then you had to go over there and karate chop it. That has happened, yes. Weird. (laughs) Yeah, guys hiding in the corner. My club is real small and like right beyond my booth to the left. There's like this little corner Ew. that all the pervs like to hide Ew. there. And this dude whipped <laughs> out his trench coats. <laughs> uh no, this guy wasn't. He had like a he had like a hoodie or, or jacket. Pretty thick uh, jacket. Why do you need to be a pervert at a strip club? You're already a pervert for going. I, I mean, know, I don't man. mean to call your clientele perverts, but it's like you're oh, going there to the... look at nudie people. So you don't need to hide in a corner to be a weirdo. Just 
Oh, there's a lot of weird. Well, because they're yeah. weirdos and they're cheapskates. And they're cheapskates, uh, yes. You know and that's so the, they're they're trying to get yeah. their rocks off without having to pay right. the full amount. So we have to, to get kick the guy off. out. He's like, just over there, just like beating up. And the <laughs> dancer on stage looked over. He's like, "Hey, hey!" And she, you hey, know, that's extra if you want to jizz on me. <laughs> Right? The sound of a jerk-off dick, like even <laughs> when it's in movies, is literally the most disgusting noise in the fucking human noise alphabet. What is, <laughs> what's the sound? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close to a blowjob, like, right? I don't even know what she's doing back there. <laughs> but yeah, we have to kick that guy out. Yeah, totally. Um... I just like I laugh because I know you personally. Like you're one of my, you're one of my homeboys. I right. know you. You know what I'm saying. We're members of all tribes together. Like you, yep. you so I've known you for years. Yeah. And you always come across, at least to me, as very mild mannered. But okay. first thing, I, I'm very intuitive when it comes to mild mannered people. And mm-hmm. mild mannered people is either they are trying to suppress a level of rage that mm-hmm. has not been seen on this planet. Are you oh, <laughs> oh, let's get into that. Are you angry? You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't seen angry. it back. Or, like, they right. just... So, yeah, you go ahead and get so into chipper. it. You want me to get into it? Yes. Anger yeah. part. Okay. Yeah. So my big thing, my biggest pet peeve at the strip clubs is people on their phones. <laughs> Why? Because you shouldn't even be if, taking pictures or, even or if photos not or video. Taking pictures or video, it's rude. There's a beautiful naked lady on stage and you're on your phone. Like you're here to see the dancer, not stare at your phone. Are they like texting? Look at him. Texting. He's on his phone. <laughs> no, we're good because we're, you know. This no, is, I find it really yeah. rude when people do that. Um, I find it just rude people on their phone in general doing anything except mm-hmm. for when. They're like excused to be using their phone. Right. It's super fucking rude. Right. Then they can always go outside. We give them a little stamp. They can go in and out. They can go into the bathroom. But for some reason, they just. Somebody explained it to me. It's like an anxiety thing. People. Definitely, it's a fidget thing. Yeah, it's a fidget it's thing. Like we teach kids, right? So right. we teach kids, and they, they nowadays they all need like Something fidget toys. Yeah. Right. Because they literally can't sit still. Some of them need like special kind of chairs mm-hmm. so that they can bounce around and move around. Mm-hmm. And like, and right. I think human beings now we're just hardwired that like be doing something. No, I to, felt kind of mm. like I wanted, I, I didn't know where to put my eyes. Like, <laughs> Your especially, eyes needed a fidget toy? Well, like, the boobs uh, are the I fidget feel toy. like I'm being a creeper <laughs> for like staring. And then I don't know what to do with my mouth. Like, do I smile? Or do I like, look serious? No, so, you know, so it's the weirdest thing. So you worked at Little Darlings before. Yeah, you, with Ooze. Okay, so I, I've been to Little, Little Darlings. That's where yeah. Rock and Ooze, my, my man. So I was, I was the, I guess what you call it, the attache or the ambassador, right? So we, there was a singer, songwriter mm. who came out here. Shout out to... Um, Valette is her name. She's from New Zealand. Mm. Red Bull sponsored. Really dope. Okay. Right? Came out here a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And she had this video where she was in a strip club in a video. Or the video was in a strip club. And we were laughing because she had never been to a strip club. Right. But she has this like sexy ass song where the video the is club. in a strip club. And I said, you never been to one? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no. And now, mind you, she's from fucking New Zealand. So I said, yo. We're going. I I call ooh. I called right. you. I think I called you. And I was we, we off set that it up. Night. So we went. We went to Smart Bomb. Shout out to my folks that go to Smart Bomb. Mm. Right. We went to the strip club and it was cool. Everything was it was a vibe. Yeah. And the stripper on stage, I couldn't help but to think that I knew her from somewhere. And it was the ooh. most uncomfortable moment ever. Like yeah. she was dancing. She got on stage. Good looking girl. Whatever. Yeah. 
looked at me, I looked at her, and we knew we knew each other from something that was like not related right. at all to stripping. And the minute she saw me, mm. she literally went to the other side of the fucking stage and did not mm. dance. It was like a teacher at, at the all. school you work at. No, like I, like I almost <laughs> promise you, like her, her kid and my kid go to the same school or some crazy shit. Like it's some some shit where it's like you don't expect. Uh-huh. To see her on stage, it was right. like that episode of Different Strokes where he goes and sneaks into a strip club, and his teacher is one of the fucking bartenders or some shit like that. Like it was like really just right. really fucking awkward and uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was just like you know, yeah. You just Imagine having about that, like yeah. considering doing anything of the nature, and then just ever having to run into someone you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's almost weirder because if it's someone that you didn't expect to be there, I think it's almost like mutually embarrassing where they're like, okay, like you don't tell my wife I'm here and I won't tell <laughs> everyone that you're a stripper. Sounds good? Okay. <laughs> Imagine yeah. having to manage that situation. I, I had a rec- like a few months ago. So two girls, one girl, she, by day she's in education. Okay. And the client was one of her kids parents oh yeah so i feel she like was, i'm taking crazy pills <laughs> so she was hiding out in the office and then we had another girl somebody in her family cousins uncle oh, something God. was in the building horrible, 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 right horrible. so now i have two dancers who can't go on stage i'm the dj you know, I'm ma- I gotta manage the the rotation yes. to put the girls on stage. So I'm missing two girls. I can't put those two. And all the other girls are complaining. How come so and so isn't going? She has a situation. There's an uncle in the crowd. Right. And not- but don't they like account for that? Like, doesn't management account for like there may be a situation that may occur where like it's just very uncomfortable for the girls yeah. to go on stage? And it's okay. If they let us know, then we'll keep them off. We'll you right. Know. But then now you're understaffed. Now I'm understaffed. Yeah. <laughs> call in so, the C string team. Like, exactly. Right. exactly. You gotta call in the C. <laughs> squad oh, man. how about those wings and <laughs> diamond, <laughs> diamond you don't want to bring in the tuesday afternoon team yeah, for a saturday exactly. night you know <laughs> yeah that was a pain in the ass yeah. hell yeah I, so uh. zobi are you actually like a black belt no no <laughs> we have zobi stories like there's chuck norris stories <laughs> Like, Why you know, are you telling so you know, me he's the most dangerous man in the because world? Because this is my theory. Like I only like you. Know, so, <laughs> you, I'm a, so like I said, I know Zobi, right? And mm-hmm. we 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 have similar friends. We we right. we hang out. And there'll be times where we're going to hang out, we're trying to coordinate it, whatever. And Zobi be like, "Yo, I'll be like 30 minutes, an hour late. I gotta go and collect some money." Yeah. That's all he says. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna look into the man's pockets, <laughs> but you know. Knowing what I know about Zobi, I don't know where he where he says going to collect some money. I'm really expecting like some some fucked up shit's about to go down if somebody doesn't have uh, Zobi's no, money. And I've been in a weird, money. awkward position of owing Zobi money. And Zobi will literally appear. <laughs> he doesn't tell you he's coming. He just shows up. And he's oh, there. And he's just I like, yo, you, you got that for me? Like, <laughs> so I can only imagine the intimidation factor that goes into Zobi <laughs> going and making his rounds in oh, terms of collecting money. So one of the things with being a strip club DJ or just working as staff at a strip club is you get tipped out by the girls for your services. So at the end of the night, my DJ booth, you guys been in my club. I'm right there next to the bathroom. The exit's down that hall. So they can't get by you. Right. So they know I don't, like, te- I can't technically legally ask for tips. Like, hey, where's my tip? So I just 
I use my oh, yeah, voice. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I got a voice. I'm like, hey, Candy. <laughs> Lisa. Yeah. Hey, you use their birth name. So, yeah, so use name. Hey, it's Lisa. like when you use like a middle name Evelyn. to a child in trouble. Yeah. John, Michael, you get over here. You're like, use their real but name. But they all have these one word names, but I just use that tone and they know. They're like, I ain't going nowhere yet, Zoe. The horses. Okay. Question <laughs> also, didn't you say you were telling me this before that if someone's jipping you on the tips, you'll like play some hella whack music for oh, their yeah. dance what That'll was like what, tell me the most petty song that you played for a girl Feliz totally ruined um, <laughs> i play like because most of the girls they tend to like and they want the trap the rap right so i'd play them like, like some house nickelback that is so funny if you play nickelback nickelback um, the boss, <laughs> so my boss loves nickelback <laughs> yeah sound garden <laughs> he's an old white guy yeah Oh, he loves it. Like in Neil our house, young or something. because I still got to keep the crowd, so I got to yeah. play oh, something. Okay. Yeah, you know. what's, what's popping in the strip club now? What songs are like really going? Meg the Stallion. What are, what are the what are the songs that the the crowd is fucking with? Mm -hmm. What are the songs that the strippers are asking to dance to? Ooh, well, the baby is on the list right now okay why oh he's just he got so that bop that bop song that's bop. that song yeah. that that instrumental is dope when yeah. i hear him because i'm helping uh, one of the students mm -hmm. from edna brewer in oakland mm -hmm. develop a rap to it and yeah. i hadn't really heard the song prior to that yeah and the beat is fire and then i hear him rap and i'm just like oh he's fucking hella boring to me yeah. he sounds the same in every single fucking song his voice never fluctuates, you know, it's a monotone, yeah. and he doesn't say anything interesting at all. Mm. It's just it's just a vibe. It's just a like vibe. music nowadays is a vibe. Well, I yeah. hate it. You don't like non-melodic vibes. <laughs> if, he was, if he was melodic as fuck. Because it, it would add an element. He, yeah. can, he can either be melodic or he can have content, but if he has neither, then I don't fuck with it. Yeah, But if, if he can't be melodic, he should just stick to what he knows, because yeah. there's that OT Genesis song. OT Genesis go hard. Like, but there's this one new song where he's trying to do uh, Keisha Cole, like one of her old R&B songs. Okay, like and he, play it? For us he tries to sing break. it, but in his own style, and he, oh. It's terrible? It, it's kind of terrible. It's, it's almost, like, hilariously terrible. You know, one what, of those. What's the song called? Oh, God, I just saw the video, too. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, look, look it up. Look recent. it up. But it's, Shits. oh, man. It's one of those, like cringe and but you can't help but like like a car accident yeah <laughs> what other what other artists are they requesting um, let's see uh well since we're in the bay um of course whenever there's like the e40 track that's out there's okay. gonna be the e40 too short those are staples at least for the bay um i just feel like if they're playing too short hasn't mm -hmm. came out with anything he had a, popping recently he had like a mixtape the pimp tapes or something like that that was out huh, okay yeah. too short just dropped a mixtape yeah i don't even know how i feel about well because <laughs> the reason i mm -hmm. so i mm -hmm. asked zobi mm -hmm. to play for my music video release party which was at the uptown last mm -hmm. july and my whole vibe that i was kind of going for was like I wanted sexy ratchet. Yep. Like I wanted it to be similar to like a Tourette showcase where it's integrating comedy, mm. singing like a whole bunch of different shit. It wasn't just a fucking rap show with a thousand people rapping. It just kills mm. the vibes. And I was like, well, Zobie's a stripper DJ. I know he's got the jams. I know he's got the <laughs> ratchet shit. And he killed it. 
and it was like I really enjoy it's kind of like a queen unique show it's like there's mm. I just it's really upbeat like everyone can vibe to it it's never right. but you also integrated like hip hip hop songs but not the hip hop songs that they play at every single fucking venue it's like oh my god dude like Same. I love Juicy as much as the next person but I don't want to fucking hear it when there's nah, only so juicy, much time Juicy go off when you haven't heard it in a while, in a while yeah. and like you're vibing For a, in the moment a little bit of it you know like not the whole Juicy song like no. you, you integrated it in if it's like the BPM at and the it right fits time. Yeah. at the right time right, but totally. speaking of that show right mm -hmm. so you had an interaction Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Let's, I'm going to try to an with a friend of the show, Lillian. Oh, we just do <laughs> that right now. Hey, let I me want... rattle off some more names. Yeah. Some oh, more no. artist names that I, I just thought. G-Eazy, -G P-Lo. P-Lo's dope. P-Lo's dope. Yeah, he's kind of an un... You know... Yeah. He's um, an untapped resource. Untapped he slept resource. on oh, what, what about Sweetie? She's Bay Area. Sweetie, yeah. too. She must be yeah. perfect oh, for the strip clubs. That My Type song. My Type go all crazy. Yeah. Goes yeah. back to back with that act up. That's the oh, combo. Oh, that's really good. City girls, but yeah. you yeah. should... Uh, my favorite Sweetie song right now is Noel's, but I don't know if that's going to be a good song for the strip... But you know what song I'm talking it, about? I know, yeah. But it's, I don't know if that's a really good strip club song, but it's my one of my favorite Sweetie songs. Cause it's a the, she gets... The beat's a little bit it's, more slower. Yeah, yeah, it's super slow. But when she screams, yeah. it like hurts my ears. She's like, my type, my type. Sounds like a parakeet or something. <laughs> it's funny you say that because my boss hates that song for that same reason. The rest of it would be dope. It's like, why do you need to get into that octave? Like, stay in your lane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then see, but then that causes mm -hmm. women to then, they, they get extra amped mm -hmm. when they're singing along right. with the drunk, right? Yeah. It's like, it goes to speak mm -hmm. to like, how a lot of artists are developing content to be like mm. women-based caption captions, like this they, past they, year. they're music. Yes. Yeah, they're doing music that women can caption, totally. so that it gives it more shelf life. So something like yeah. my type, you know what I'm saying? I watch I watch viral videos of girls singing the whole verse of, of Cardi B's Bodak Yellow mm -hmm. to their dude, yeah. half drunk, just <laughs> yelling it at the top of their because they just they want to get into that bag That's of like right. raging. You know what I'm saying? But so you had this interaction yeah. at the Uptown okay. with one of Lil, uh, with one of Lil MC's friends, yeah. Lillian. Oh man, who you know is is <laughs> very crazy, is very entertaining person. He's a crazy, right. crazy, you know? crazy. Um, I and she kind of she once. she kind of pressed you, which makes me scared for her and scared for you at the same time. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Who's, I don't know <laughs> I don't how that's gonna go. <laughs> what? Why though? Yeah, why? Like, Wait, what was, was it at my was it at my release show or was it at it was, the IWAMS? It was the IWAMs. Yeah, see, okay. that's when we both showed up. Turn. There we yeah. go. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I had, yeah. So I had. And uh, you're trying an to introduce me, but we're having a conversation so about. So this your... wasn't in a professional capacity. You were just no. there. Okay, so this to was just Zoe just out and about. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were all there, but we we were okay. chatting at the bar, right? Right. And I then she's like, "Here's my DJ." And then she got on the whole like DJ, like, why are you introducing yourself as a DJ? And then what, she's what? she started insinuating I'm like some kind of fuckboy DJ that fucks <laughs> girls, groupies, and stuff. And I was like, What? Was I there for that? You were standing right there. And and was I like, like like embarrassed for it or did I, I just I think walk a little away? bit did you're like um, I, you, you had like a look on your face and you're like, Hey, are you okay? Like everything's good, right? I'm like I never mm. know what she's doing back there. So what's, well, what's about to happen here? I don't know. It's crazy, dude. I've literally, there's been so many people like, you're, anytime anyone's like, so what's up with your friend? I'm just like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, <laughs> she's, I, I knew I had like, to get it. I had to clear it. I, had to, I know. Because it's been I'm in like, my mind, everyone, like in the back. 
like because he was about to set it on. Yeah. You know I'm calling this. But guy. I was like, this is a little MC's Yo, friend, and when I'm you, on when, my off day. In your brain, when you have to start uh, like mm-hmm. making excuses, mm-hmm. like, "Yo, this is my homegirl's homegirl. Mm-hmm. Let me chill before I put her in a headlock." Like, right. <laughs> When you have to start saying that to I yourself. I gave her looks. I was like. You know what I'm saying? Like, whose man's is this kind of situation? Yeah. <laughs> I think it just egged her on even more. Oh, my God. And she just kept I going. think we're trying to call her. So, we're trying to call Lillian. Well, I don't know how to do it, so I'm going to try. So, I'm Well, you can call her on your phone and then, like, put it to the microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's try, let's to, let's let's try that. Or, better yet. Oh, no, you don't have the dongle. I, I was going to say, I'll give you the aux cord. Ah. Oh. Oh. I mean, I you could use your phone. Oh yeah, I do have Lillian's number. <laughs> I can tell good. Oh my god, I told Yo, her she's ready okay, for this. Hold on. Like I, yeah, I'm so sorry though because of like all the people to her to be psycho to. I cannot believe she was psycho to you. You're like the least annoying person. Like I get it sometimes when some some dude will say something to me and then right. she'll be like, oh, it's on. She's like ready to fucking go. Right. And like they say the wrong thing, but you really like. She's her hitter. She thinks hit you're her. like a fuckboy DJ. <laughs> right. That, she's like I've dated guys like. You oh, and she totally like dated a DJ and like hates him. Oh my right. god, she's just totally <laughs> projecting her fucking shit onto you. All oh man, this our, is our oh, first phone this call. This could be awkward. <laughs> so we meet again. Oh man, yo, she better answer that. Yo, she needs fucking to answer. Fucking bitch! I told you. Voicemail. Oh. Oh. She doesn't know. I'm, she's yeah. Oh, nah, I'm, I'm calling her. But yeah, that happened. I was a that's little. Funny. That's funny. Like yo, you. See? I'm like, I hope I, I. That's your friend. I hope I don't bump into her again and have another weird. She doesn't remember. No worries. She doesn't remember at uh, you all. You guys are drinking. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. That. That part. Speaking of drinking, Zobes, you don't drink, and you work at the strip club, so right. you really, you stay vigilant. I am completely sober. I've been sober for ten years. No drinking, no smoking. I used to smoke cigarettes and drink. I dabbled a little bit in weed, but it never, it was not my thing. Right. But I was mainly like a cigarette drinker, alcohol person. Yeah, but, but I, I think considering like you, that this mm-hmm. is your place of business, this is where you frequent, you got to stay kind of like on your toes. You can't right. Be, you're not there to enjoy it in the way that everybody else is enjoying mm-hmm. it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? That's what I used kinda to like, do. <laughs> I that, every that, job that's what we've been like. My philosophy as a performer, like I'm mm-hmm. there to perform, I'm there to do a job. I'm right. not there to get fucked up like everybody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like me drinking or like drinking to excess mm-hmm. either before or after my show, like mm-hmm. it's never been a, a thing yeah. for me just as a, as a, as a performer because you're just like in this world where you you just gotta yeah. focus, and especially with you, because you. I mean, I as, as pretty as these chicks are, they also scammers, and they'll find right. a way to fucking get in your pockets. Oh, definitely, and steal your shit. And this is not to cast wide dispersions over strippers, but no. it is so what it is. They could have stole my bag. <laughs> they could have, but they did. One hundred, like yeah. Yeah. that's why it wasn't. It, it wasn't <laughs> outside of the it. realm of possibility. Man, if you, know you what I'm leave something there, you just might as well. You're about it to up. steal Sarah's tits out of her bra. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that happened. Were. She was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, <laughs> she was, was like funny. giggling. <laughs> no, but yeah. when you told me that someone found a bag, I was real excited, and I thought that it was there, and I was like, "Wow!" I sent I'm, you the picture. It's not yeah, I was like, the bag. It was close. I almost said yes. I just took it just so I'd have something. But then I was like, <laughs> "That's not gonna be well in my karma." <laughs> so let's do this let's play some, another mix let's do another DJ Zobie mix let's get into a couple of records yo in yeah, case you just tuning in FCC Free Radio Ratchet and Woke Podcast <laughs> every <laughs> Monday 8 to 10 p. 
p.m. on your motherfucking dial. Make sure you hit that like button on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Tap in with us at any given chance. You know what I'm saying? Just if you want to email us topics, interview segments, whatever the case is, make sure you email us at ratchetandwokepodcast at gmail.com. And um, let's see. Are you sending a signal? Yes, there it go. There it go. Let's get it. Switching lanes, me and bro got the fifth. If bro can't hit the bitch, hit the dough, you dismiss. Shooting craps, what we doing? What we been, bro? Nigga, pull up to this party, I'ma let him know. Shells jumping out to the nick, I let them bitches go. Hey, right now I'm in my prime, I let my bitches go. Throw it back for the gang, or just for me. When she see pay change, she gon' eat, eat. I got a bitch up the way, gang's a cold freak. Hey, little bitch down the way, let them 23s. Me and D's getting dropped from them oppos. Me and bro has been the corners with them glocks on. If you got a real bitch, you better lock on. The fake hoes in disguise hoes, weirdos. Deal shit, little bitch, deal shit. Deal shit, little bitch, deal shit. Deal shit, deal shit, deal shit, little bitch, deal shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it up, bitch. Fuck it up. Fuck it up, bitch. Fuck it up, bitch. On FCC Free Radio. They done blocked off half the street. She's a big booty bitch showing ass and cheeks. She's a walking bag of money. She's a masterpiece. So when she running game on you, she's an athlete. Hat trick, gay three, hold three stacks of peace. And every time I get the hit, she get the bread from me. Heavy. Shake that shit like jelly Put me on your plate and slurp that shit up like spaghetti Man, I make this shit look easy I ain't trying, I just beat me I ain't never met a hoe I felt like I had to compete with uh, This the type of booty make a nigga drop his bitch Wait, this the type of ass when I get home He washing dishes uh, He wanna ride on the horse He need to give me the keys to a porch I told him until you finish your dinner How can I let you leave off for the porch? Well, let me buddy your corn on the car We give each other more in the ball He like to put a little oil on my ass Before we record so I feel like a star Huh like I'm Tina, pussy Aquafina, make this booty giggle like you Martin and I'm Gina, hmm. put me in designer, uh, let me meet your mama, uh, if you got another bitch, don't put me in no drama, uh. tell the skinny hoes to point me where the thick hoes at, he want a flat booty bitch, I'm not with all that, I got chills for days and I got wheels for weeks, I bring out the fleet and it bring out the freak, it's a block party, they done blocked off half the street, she's a big booty bitch, showing ass and cheeks, Bag of money, she's a masterpiece. The way she running game on you, she's an athlete. Hat trick, gay three, hold three stacks. We the best music. I 
another one. They say my time is almost up, so them bitches wish, wish. All these hoes looking cold, all these bitches fish, dicks. Put a ribbon on my box, cause this pussy gifted. I ain't got no free time, all my shit expensive. See my ring, my watch, my chain, and everything is lit, lit. All this gold on a bitch, I feel like I'm slick, freak. If they love me or they hate me, it don't make no difference. It be hard not to kill a hoe, cause I'm tempted. Now I be counting money, buying jewelry, hoes be riding dick. I just make my ends and mind my business, hoes be riding dick. I can see in Cardi eat so much, and that's what got him sick. But I wonder how they still impregnate all that riding dick. Y'all better go ahead with that weak shit. I'm certified real street bitch. Won't be a song if I leak shit. We strapped up like defense. Whatever you do, sis, keep it cute, sis. Leave that beef and shit a roof, Chris, or end up toothless. I've been a fish for my whole life. I bought burners, I ain't buy lights. How little old me getting money got everybody all tight. These bitches whack, bitches garb. They just me, I disregard. Bet you if I had a dick, these bitches couldn't get it hard. They say my time is almost up, so them bitches wish, wish. All these hoes looking cold, all these bitches fish dicks. Put a ribbon on my box, cause this pussy gifted. I ain't got no free time, all my shit expensive. See my ring, my watch, my chain, and everything is lit, lit. All this gold on a bitch, I feel like I'm slick, freak. If they love me or they hate me, it don't make no difference. It be hard not to kill a hoe, cause I'm On FCC Free Radio. Yeah. I ain't fucking with no thought box. Make a meet it in the truck top. Think she is, but she not hot. Rats coming in non stop. Deep rocks on that crop top. I took your bed to the shop shop. He ain't fucking with no thought box. I'm getting topped in the drop top. She hot class, Henny in the wine glass, closet full of shoes and design bags. She got a name, but everybody call her fine ass. Good with that fine ass. Ain't even got a sweet top. Born in a foreign shit, I'm mixed breed. Tips on parentheses. It's a dry stick, it's a six speed. Yellow on the inside, Swiss cheese. Room in that poom poom on poo poo. She got that wet wet, we can have the best sex. I'm a kid, a kitty, that's a death threat. So you can say we fucking on her deathbed. Wack bitch call and said she want her boo back. Send that nigga home, pussy juice on his do-rag. I ain't got a suck dick for no bird. I put money on your head, then put money in my purse, bitch. Nigga sit in my DM with the bitch. That's another thing, too. You gotta look at the crowd. Make that nigga go down to him. Make some judgments. Like, you see lyrics. Like, this ain't no motherfucking thought box. Pussy had a nigga sweating like a hot box. You gotta be willing to change stuff, too, sometimes. And I try something. That's my type. That's my type. Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Zobi on the ones and twos doing the dope mixes all throughout the hey. show. I appreciate you with that, sir. You know what I'm saying? Sure. FCC Free Radio. Make sure you check us out on the live stream. If the show is not on live, you can also check out Ratchet and Woke, and you'll see the episodes posted. They're also posted on Apple Music or iTunes. They're also posted on Spotify. Spotify yeah. So make sure you check them out. You know, hopefully we get the video situation situated at some point. 
and we'll make that shit happen. Situated. You know what I mean? And yeah, again, if you want to get on the show, if you got new music you want to send us and you mm. want to do a press run for, and you know, we like it, we'll fuck with it. You know, send out Wretched and Woke Podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions on how to make the show better. We're here for you. We're yeah, if for you just want to talk shit on us, like, do it. It'll yeah, so we can air you out. Song. You know what I'm saying? But we, were, <laughs> but we were talking about how DJ Zobi is a curator of sorts. You know what I'm saying? As most DJs should be mm-hmm. in terms of reading the crowd and right. recognizing like what goes off, what Essential. doesn't go off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 pivotal. So like what are what are some of the things for you as a DJ when you're when you're mixing and you're you're, mm-hmm. you're vibing? What do you what are some some things that you look for in the crowd to know what to play and, and when to call an audible from what you're planning? Um, well. You, you kind of have to look at your crowd and just kind of like make a quick snap, you know, prejudgment. Um, it's not, nothing personal. It's like, okay, you got older white guy. You got to play a little bit more rock um, or 80s, something they would know, you know, 80s. <laughs> Are you putting on the kiss? Yep. Yeah, kiss. Ooh, pour some sugar on oh, me. me. I was just saying. Molly Crew, girls, 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 yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I love that yeah. song. I like the 80s stripper yeah. songs. I want to go to 80s night. Do you have themes? We tried a theme. We had like a, a hoedown. Hold yeah, how was it? we were supposed to go to the hoedown. Yeah. It was, it was cool. I was cool. sober hype, so I couldn't do it. Uh, I'm it was too right. scared to see it was sober. There used to be another DJ that used to work with me, and he wasn't... It was his night, but I had to kind of like hop on and like help him out a little bit. What was the hoedown music? Carrie Underwood? Uh, <laughs> Yo, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Carrie Underwood no, played in the strip club. No, she yeah. has that one song that I like. <laughs> I dug my keys into the car of my... No, yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's looking at me like a crazy... No, it's a good one, okay? okay. For the strip club? Yeah, and it's going to get all the... Actually, it's probably going to make... Oh, I'm confusing the... her with uh. Kelly Clarkson. Mm. They're both American idols, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm confusing her with Kelly Clarkson. You know, come on. You know you don't know your Carrie Underwood? <laughs> no, I don't know my Carrie Underwood. I'm... I just like oh. that one song. It's about, like, keying a... D- it's, it's good. Whatever. Fuck okay. you guys. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like the, the Cardi B of a... <laughs> Cardi B of country. <laughs> is, is, is Lizzo going off in the strip club? I haven't had requests for Lizzo, but I've played that one song. Tempo. Um, Tempo, yeah. yeah. With Missy Elliott. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. it's kind of a filler song for me. She's a really weird, she's like, yeah. she's like Diet Ratchet, mm-hmm. right? Ah. She's like, right. <laughs> I mean, I said, Ratchet. Well, no, because we were talking about it last episode, how like she wasn't cursing at the show you went to with Halsey and all pop these pop too. stars. Yeah. She wasn't cursing in her lyrics, but the girls who were attending from what you were telling me were all like dressed Ratchet and they were twerking and it was all types no, of weird shit. No, I was shit. saying Lizzo and her people were dressed Ratchet and twerking, not the people at the show. They were okay. all like little children. Okay. Mm. Like, okay. like Ooh. little Ooh. children. Right. So it was so, the, it was the dancers. You're saying it was the, like the the, yeah, the backup dancers. Yes, like got it. And Lizzo's ass was out. As well, she's, yeah, now she's like <laughs> always putting her ass out. She yeah. did it at the Laker game the I know, other that's day. Like crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like is it hey. is it you know? I mean, just soon it's it. just gonna be like asses aren't gonna be a thing anymore. But is it on brand for her considering her fan base are young girls? Like what's it's where do you weird. stand? It's yeah, super fucking weird. Like. Hmm. It's just odd for to me to watch a crowd of 15-year-olds watch a woman's ass shaking hmm. for 30 minutes. Is that not weird? If there yeah. were 15-year-olds in your strip club, that would be weird. They're like, oh, Lizzo, yay! And there was like no. ass everywhere. Yeah. Fucking weird. We'd be shut down. Okay, so that's basically <laughs> what it was, is that there were titties out. Oh, it was man. a bottom... It was a bottom 
bottom down. Yeah, bottom down. Yeah. Bottom duck and tails. It was the duck and tails. Duck. Oh. <laughs> and there was alcohol. Yeah. Like no, there no, wasn't really though. Like uh-huh. not. I didn't smell any weed in the air because uh-huh. it was children. Right. You know, children. I felt really old. Give like, me. So it was like moms and their tweens. Well, I took the girl that I take care of there as a birthday gift uh-huh. to this uh-huh. Poptopia shit. Right. And yeah, it was very like moms and their kids going to their first concert. And, like, maybe one beer every row, but not, it wasn't, like, a turn-up scene. Mm. They were, like, you know, they don't, they dance, like, with their arms at their side. Like, I'm excited. That's weird. She kind of reminds me of, um... What's that girl that all about the base? All about the base. Oh, oh Megan Trainer. Like, yeah, because yeah, she's like she's like body positive, right? And all of that, like, real women have curves. That kind mm-hmm. of hype and all and that bullshit. Yeah, Rizzo just you has like a rap, like a rap, but like spin and, to that. She and where did she pop rap. off though? Like, what? Like she? That's a debate. Yeah, everybody calls her like an industry plant, right? Because yeah. like she had like a massive rec- hit record before. Like, was it Tiny Desk or did, no? It wasn't. What? Well, where did she pop off? I don't know, but oh, so she. When I first heard about her, she'd been doing festivals. Like, she did Outside Lands, mm. this okay. last Outside Lands. And before that, huh. I hadn't heard about her. So, s- I think she made, like, a s- somehow made, like, a festival run. And, and I right. mean, that's at least one element it to could me. Be. But I don't know the others. Yeah. I didn't really hear any mentions of her or see her on any playlists or anything like that Same. before someone, my friend, told me about her at Outside Lands. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't like, even know about the Historically, like, especially stuff. with hip-hop songs, hip-hop songs were popping, or they, they were breaking in strip clubs, right? right? Like, in, in, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. in Miami, like, this is where artists were going to, like, workshop mm-hmm. the songs that they still were going to try to... Yeah, they still, it still happens. Does it really, like, though? Yeah. yeah. No, I just mean, got hit up well, by some No, remember, I gave you my MILF song, and they hated it. <laughs> I, it <laughs> but I we think went it's too on the nose. It's like, their mothers are, like, I'm trying not to remember... <laughs> I'm at work. I'm working for my kids. Your shit was too close to home. Oh fuck! Yeah. Holy shit! Is that really what it was? I, I love think. that. That's my. That's how I read I'd it. I'd rather do yeah. that. They didn't say that to me, but oh, I kind of read. It's funny. Whenever I do that song, I ask if there's any milfs in the crowd. I've never gotten someone tell me they're a milf. And mm-hmm. but they all like it, so it's the non milfs that like. The no, song. you played it in arcade, and I saw like hella people twerking in yeah. the audience. It was a I thing. think yeah. it twerks from the milf song, but yeah. it's never there's never milfs twer- They're they're. It's just people who milfs. like the beat. There's just people. There's, what I is mean, a non milf like a muggle milf? <laughs> you need to come up with like a, a, an alternative acronym represent a meaning mm-hmm. for that it's shit. Just a person I want to yeah. fuck. That's not fun. No, but I remember going. I remember being in Detroit, and we were going to Detroit clip, strip clubs to try to break my records, like mm-hmm. the records that I was trying to. Like we were yeah. trying to see like what was working, what mm-hmm. wasn't working. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. None of them were working. You were, you're so, like, if I played no. one of your like songs, would and I was a stripper, I'd want to like rethink my life and like go back. No, nah, but this was like no, it's that's what like, I'm saying. We were trying different shit that I thought mm-hmm. was gonna go off a strip club. I had, I had this one. I had this one record that had like a Spanish sample. Mm-hmm. It was around the time that like. P. Diddy was doing hella Spanish samples in his records and uh, shit. So we had this one record that we thought was going to go off for sure because it had like a strip clubby beat mm-hmm. and a Spanish, like Spanish chipmunk voice. Like it, oh, we yeah. it was going to slap. It didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it, you know, I could, I could be, 
I could admit that. Like the DJ just took your buddy and he's like, oh. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Like, you know, I mean, we were getting it pop because it was like, yeah. it was a spectacle. It was it was not only are they playing your song in the club, but then you mm. got to like, as the team, you got to be there and like. Make it rain. rain. Yeah. yeah. And like do the, all the pop and circumstance. And right. that's where all our money I like that rollout plan. Let's do that. Yeah. I'm like going to make a stripper <laughs> song. I guess, and it's not, I'm going to make sure it doesn't hurt their feelings of the strippers. Or remind them of their. Or remind yeah. them of their children that yeah. they're stripping for. That they're leaving behind at the motel. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Larry. Uh, <laughs> holy I'm sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. No, but but that's the yeah, strippers that's are my friends now. That's I'm trying to make amends. whether they were strip for strippers or not. That's where and that's part of the reason why most of the music you listen to mm-hmm. now is has that mm-hmm. that narrative or the, that that theme to it, right? Because they're trying uh, to make mm-hmm. it pop off in the strip clubs because the and strip clubs are more receptive to some breaking songs, records. Some songs only work in the strip club. Yeah. Like Cardi has a new one called Yes with Fat Joe. I, yeah, yeah. I like it that sounds, song. It's like if you play it on the other context, it's like, man. But in the strip club, that song the, goes. It yeah. goes. Yeah. When you see booties shaking yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, that's the video ass too. Ass down, face yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. That is such a... Right. Okay, also I'm thinking, like Epiphany here, mm-hmm. that people going to strip clubs don't really want to hear content things. Like they don't want to be... They want to... Mm-hmm. You know, be very surface level, like because yeah. I mean, I would assume I'm. This is not saying everybody that goes to strip club is dealing mm-hmm. with whatever, mm-hmm. but I think it is an outlet for people. It's used as a therapy, as escape. Right. So you don't want to be reminding them about the poverty and like yeah. socioeconomic well, issues and politics and shit. It goes back to what you were saying about fucking Hollywood, right? Like yeah. fucking Jedi's and all this like deep ass shit. Yeah, they people don't want to see explosions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and like, titties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They yeah. want to curse. <laughs> <laughs> they want a cursory level of like under understanding. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, but that's probably if you're saying that a lot of songs pop off at the strip club then that means that could be at least some element or some part of the reason why the songs that are mainstream these days don't have like any content to it and it's all just about sexuality and money and guns money. because when you go yeah. into the strip club that's all you really want to take in you don't want to take in like some real fucking shit you want to hear King Los at the fucking strip club like no, no. no. I totally violence is okay that's the weird part yeah, violence yeah. like you can okay. talk about guns and like I'm gonna shoot these fools up cause they're yeah. broke ass motherfuckers and yeah. I'm making it rain <laughs> on these bitches like that's okay. Totally. But are if you remind clubs, them are, are of strip clubs, other things. Uh, are they but busier? if they were like gangster music, they are, wouldn't be right. like hardcore. Really? Some Yeah, there's some hardcore stuff. Like a lot like of drill that. music, Chief Chief and shit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could imagine. Like G Herbo, I'm maybe. Like, there's like um, in New York, there's this whole thing now. Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? like, that's the Nicki Minaj remix, though. That's just hard. Yeah. Have you heard Well, she re- remixed his. Yeah. Do strip clubs get busier during holiday season? Um, Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. if we're open, uh, yeah, there's like a nice little crowd that comes in that spends money. What about on mm. Christmas? Is it like the depressed, lonely people without families? There's people, usually the thing with strip clubs, the way it works is like, even though there's a whole lot of people, but they're not buying dances, mm. they're not spending money, then it kind of defeats the purpose. It's like, we, oh, like a hip hop club. <laughs> right. But if oh, we have those... Totally. <laughs> We have like ten ballers in the building, and they're just spending money. Makes they the spend whole the night. money for everybody else, right? They make the night. That's so sometimes tragic. on those holidays, like it could be like maybe twenty people that roll through, but like half of them are really spending that money. Then mm. it makes the night. Mm. How many people do you let into the Garden of Eden, the one where I went to? Uh, whoa, that night? Well, how many people, like, what's, like, the capacity, the capacity kind of thing? Because it's kind of small. The capacity is 49, 50. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's an intimate setting. It is, yeah. Very intimate. <laughs> it's like an unplugged concert. Right? <laughs> hey. 
Wow, the acoustic strippers. version. <laughs> the acoustic version of <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have so many thoughts, but yeah. we're wrapping up. We're right wrapping now. it up. Yeah. Oh wow. I wanted to get into Hollywood and no not I wanted to get into holiday season and how it's all bogus and bullshit, but I think we mm-hmm. can do that next episode yeah. after yeah. holidays. Well, we are not gonna see you guys next Monday because some fucking bigwig over here is opening up. I got a show in Sacramento opening up for Ghostface Killer. If you in Sacramento, if you know folks in Sacramento, have them come out and support. Tickets is on sale now. Link is in my Instagram bio, which is a great segue to how to end the show. Mm -hmm. This is Ratchet and Woke, FCC Free Radio. Make sure you hit the like button on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow Lil MC and Amp. Follow Unlearn the World. Follow Follow DJ DJ Zobie One, the number one. one You know what I'm saying? We're here every Monday night, 8 to 10 p.m. You can email us questions, comments, interview requests, any types of music, boobies maybe. I don't know. Whatever Mm. the fuck you want to send us, we're going to talk about it on the show. (laughs) Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Wait, does Zobie want to get anything off? You have 14 seconds to get something off, Zobes. Uh... Make Come check me out at Garden of Eden if there you ever want to, you know, see some titties and ass. Make it rain. Bring and money. Pussy and pussy. There Bring money and credit. <laughs> Bingo. Ratchet and woe. Peace and love. Uh, wow, perfect timing. Right on the 